it's good. Hello, my name is Riley with a hunter. All right, I want you to do the socials, and then and then I'm gonna tell a little story. Okay. Um, we got uh Twitter uh at chili marty sixty nine and Instagram the real chill mart, and YouTube is chill mart podcast. Right, it's just called chill mart podcast. <laughs> we also have our letterbox, which is just chill mart, and uh Spotify is chill mart <laughs> podcast as well. Well, it's not called Chillmore Podcast. It's just called Chillmore. It's just Chillmore. Yeah. Okay. So, here's the story, all right? I'm at work, all right? And there's this guy that comes in, all right? It's pretty early. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. And this guy comes up, and he's like, all right, listen. I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm stranded here, and I've got literally nowhere to go. I have no money. My phone's fucking dead. Can you do anything to help me? And I'm sitting here like, bitch, no, <laughs> I can't do anything to help you. So I'm going to sick you on my manager and let her do it. <laughs> so my part of this story is I gave him my manager <laughs> basically to help. And then from what I saw from a distance, she got him like a charger and like the police showed up. And drove him somewhere. But he was supposed to be in the cities. So he was like an hour away. I don't know how he's here. He said he got stranded out here. I don't know how. But I thought it was kind of interesting. Because like. I just want to know more context. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think I'll ever know. Well maybe he was on his way to the cities. But I feel like he'd have a way to get there though. If that's where he lives. His car broke down. And then. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that, that'd be shitty. And he just magically had no money. Or he, he got robbed in, in this scenario. Yeah, he got <laughs> robbed while walking to the gas station. <laughs> while walking to a gas station. He got fucking robbed. <laughs> like, oh, this dude got fucked. Honestly, though, I just want to know more context. I want to know what this guy was doing. Maybe he was a heroin addict and he just he didn't look like a heroin addict. He was, like, clean-shaven. He had, like, nice hair. He had, like, a backpack and, like, nicer clothes. So you could tell he probably... And he was, like, pretty calm. Like, I wouldn't be calm. I'd be freaking out. Like, uh-oh. I'm stranded an hour away from where I am with nowhere to get there. I'd be panicking. But this dude had some chill. So that's cool. <laughs> Maybe he was part of a reality TV show. There were no cameras. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the store's cameras, so maybe it was all elaborate rules. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, uh, what, what was that show, What Would You Do? There was a, where, um, yeah, it might be like that show, where, like, they, like, send, they have all the actors around, and then they, like, and then they, like, say something or something, and then to, like, this hobo in a store, and then, the real people come in and they're like, hey, what are you doing? Or like, they just don't care. <laughs> and then they interview those people after. Like, why did you react? Why didn't you react? And they're just like, I don't care. <laughs> so like, one was, a dude was, an old guy was having trouble counting change. And they were like, hurry up, old guy. Or there was one, here, I'll just pay for it for you. Taking forever. Or one where he's like, yeah, I'm just going to help you. 
count change. They <laughs> looked really impatient. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting show idea. Anywho, yeah. so, uh, you want to start the news? I've got some news, but I'll let you start. This is going to lead into a lot. So I'm just going to... Um, yeah, you heard about the Witcher remake, right? Mm-hmm, the, the video game. That's, they finally that's announced the, the third party. Okay, so that's one of the seven. Yeah. Okay. It's being developed by Fool's Theory, who, like, haven't really made a game, I don't think. Besides helped with Baldur's Gate 3. This is, I, people are like, woohoo, finally we're getting a game that actually deserves a remake. Because, you know, we shouldn't be getting a remake for The Last of Us that came out in 2013. Or Horizon Zero Dawn, which came out five years ago. Or Horizon Zero Dawn that came out five years ago. And it's just a bad game. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's just a... I mean, update the mechanics. Actually remake it. I'd play a good version of that game, <laughs> no doubt. But, oh well. Yeah. God of War comes out in 11 days, and I haven't finished Horizon yet. I'm only in dur- done with the first act, so I either grind or I have to drop it to play God of War. <laughs> Counting the days down. I am, but it drops at my mother's, and I don't have a PlayStation there. So I'm just going to buy it and then just, like, look up the terms God of War, mute it, and then just, like, wait. Listen wait, and just hear mute nothing. mute the terms God of War. Well, like on Google, I think on Twitter, you might be able to mute terms. Oh, yeah, yeah. YouTube, it's... I gotta, like... Yeah, you have to stay away from YouTube. Specifically YouTube, because, like, the date drops, people are just gonna go... I already... All cutscenes. Literally, no joke, I stumbled upon a ten-minute video of the fight between, like, Kratos and Thor. I'm like, wait, yeah, that's that was, out already? That like, what? That was the first thing that leaked. I saw it. It's a... I saw I like did. 10 seconds of it. Yeah, I saw the first thing where like Thor hits Kratos and he gets stuck on Mjolnir as he's just like getting launched into oh, the I air. Didn't see that. I just saw him like like trying to hit the hammer too or something. I don't really Or where they try to hit it at the same time. Yeah, that's in a lot of the like where they throw like their weapons at each other. No, like or, he's just getting smacked around and he's like even trying to hit the hammer, I think, if I remember. Well, yeah, but like the one thing I didn't like about this, like, 15-second clip is that Thor just does, like, a two-paragraph exposition dump in, like, ten seconds. Oh, he does? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> why Why would now be the time you start talking about this? Like, it just seemed weird. Like, maybe it's just, like, one line and I'll get more context. Because, again, I only watched, like, 20 seconds. But, yeah, Kratos got hit. With the hammer, got stuck at his throat, he's getting launched into the sky. Then Thor comes up and slams him down. But as they're coming to the ground, he does like two paragraphs of like exposition. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. That had me a little concerned. But aren't they the same writers? I don't know the about original? that. I just, I just know the, they don't have the same game director. I wouldn't think it'd make that big. <laughs> yeah, but like not having the same. Well, there uh, were like a bunch of exposition dumps in the first game, but they were used at proper times, not during yeah. action scenes. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm still extremely hyped. Like there are two behind the scenes videos that they've 
released from PlayStation, and I watched them both, and I'm like, dude, this is going to be so fucking good. Like, I'm so ready for this game. But I'm, that one little clip's like, <laughs> interesting. Anyway, we were talking about the Witcherino. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the underrated indie gem, the Witcherino. Um, yeah, you know Superman's back, but Henry Cavill stepped down as Ger- 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 Geraldo of Riviera. Of, 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 Riviera. Riviera. in the in the show, and is being replaced with Liam Hemsworth. Interesting. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth is too much of a pretty boy. I agree. Also, he can't act. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah. None of the Hemsworths can, at least from what I've seen. I think from what everyone has seen. I, like, here's the thing. The one role I think Chris Hemsworth is going to be able to actually do good at is Todd Phillips is doing a Hulk Hogan biopic, and Chris Hemsworth is going to be Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, that's an inspired choice, and I'm curious to see what uh, his... Uh, Accent is gonna sound like, yeah. Brother, anywho, is it gonna be funny? Oh, it better be funny. Oh my gosh! All right. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Did you watch the holiday special trailer? I uh no, I didn't watch the holiday special trailer. Okay, you don't have to. Because <laughs> okay. here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. It didn't look good, <laughs> which is sad to say, but yeah. I watched it, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> so the plot is, they go to Earth, because Star-Lord's sad on Christmas, and then Drax and Mantis kidnap Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Wait, they do? This <laughs> yeah, sounds they, interesting. <laughs> they kidnap Kevin Bacon. Um, It looked, it, it was shot very boringly. Maybe that's just because it's a special. Big, the big boy, the, you know, the, yeah, the, the yeah. actual movie. But then Werewolf by Night is like the best looking MCU movie in years. So like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, maybe James Gunn just wants it to be like that. Maybe. Don't question That's his vision. That's his vision. Don't question his vision. Uh, speaking of James Gunn, he's running DC films with that producer guy. I yeah. forgot the producer's name. Uh, we, we don't have this for Marvel, but I think it's a good idea to have someone as business and someone running cre- the creative end. Well, Kevin Feige does both. Yeah, that's why he's overworked. And then he goes to Disney, and then they overwork him more. <laughs> With another Star Wars project. He's doing While a Star Wars Marvel. project. Yeah. And he was approached to Remember when DC. that was announced, like, four years ago, and nothing's happened? Was it four years? 2018, right? Yeah, that that's actually another Star Wars. That's actually another news story. I don't remember how long this might have been last week, but I forgot. Disney's Disney told Kathleen Kennedy to stop announcing projects because they've had a bad reputation. Yeah, that makes sense though. So yeah, um, honestly though, James, interesting that James Gunn would want to do this. Because, like, people brought up, like, oh, James Gunn could be the Kevin Feige. And he's like, no, I don't want to. But then here he is doing it anyways for, like, four years. Okay. 
and he's running not just the movies, but also the television, and um, there's something else. There's a third medium that they're doing. But, like, that's kind of nuts that they're going to have to go to him for something like the Harley Quinn show. Although he was in it, so I guess it doesn't matter. I, th- I feel like he'd be fine with the Harley Quinn show. Maybe yeah. he'll do the live-action Harley Quinn movie again. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Maybe he'll do Gotham City Sirens. Maybe he'll do Superman. That'd be fucking nuts. I don't... I don't know. I don't think he'll... I, don't, I think he'll just limit his... No, I don't think he would. He, but, yeah, he, yeah he, he said he wants to do the obscure characters. I think he, could, he should just stick with that. I agree. But, like... He's still going to ha- now have to, like, produce the big boys well, yeah. and stuff. Like, he's going mean, to have to be in charge of the big boys still. Producing is fine, but if he still wants to direct, he's just stupid. He with is Peacemaker. directing a movie. And then he's doing, like, two shows, right? He's doing Peacemaker oh, yeah. Season 2. He's executive producing the Amanda Waller show, which I don't know why that exists. That sounds boring as fuck. And then he's doing a- another one. He's doing two shows. And then producing one. And then directing a movie. On top of now doing everything else. He's got it. I hope so. He's got it. I mean, I am curious to see what uh, he's going to come up with. And Matt Reeves and Todd Phillips' projects don't go to him. Yeah. They go to other people. Which I think makes a lot of sense. Because those are like way different things. And Matt Reeves is basically his own producer at this point with that Batman anyways. We've had one movie, but now there's like, what, like 17 billion projects in development for it? Speaking of the Batman, have you uh, have you heard apparently it's not even being done written? The, the sequel's not even done being written yet? And it probably won't be out until 2025? I mean, that's three years. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah that's, not, that's not bad. I'm glad he's taking his time. People I'm... are like, but you know, come like, out next year. Like, yeah, it did just come out in 2022. Like honestly, three years is a good amount of time. Two years is like questionable, especially if you're a big like VFX heavy movie like Dune. Like I'm shocked that's only coming out two years after the first one. But it's yeah. Denis Villeneuve, and he's getting like 200 million dollars, so he'll probably do well. Hopefully, I didn't love Dune, but. Like, well, they're probably just going to reuse the special effects assets, too. Because they already have the models for that. Or at least for the Wormy Boy. For the Wormy Boy, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm still going to watch Dune. Part 2, that's what it's called. Part 2 or something. Yeah. It's not Chapter 2 or something. And then, he, doesn't he want to do Messiah? Like, the second book in the Dune series is a movie also. Does he? I heard that he wanted to do that. It's like a trilogy. I mean, that'd be kind of epic. I'll watch it. It means I have to finish Dune, the 800 dense sci-fi novel, and then read Messiah. Oh, well. Yeah. You just do Blade Runner 2049 2. <laughs> this time. 2049. That's what it should be called. 2049 2. <laughs> But none of those movies made money, though. Yeah, but they, they're making a show anyways. That's true. Ridley as a, Scott. I mean, the, the, I feel like this is Warner Brothers in general. They, they see something as a small cult following, and they're just nice enough to 
unlike Disney. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not true. Disney just yeah. makes shitty Disney Plus series out of them. Yeah, that's true. Hocus Pocus too. That I heard something that that had like an insane amount of like minutes watched from people. That has like over like a billion minutes watched on Disney Plus, and that's like a hour and a half long movie. I'm not surprised. How do you get two billion minutes watched? Or sorry, a billion minutes watched from that movie? Disney fan moment. <laughs> I gotta watch this seven times. It's so freak. So good. Oh my gosh. Um. Well, we're still on the topic of James Gunn, right? Yeah. Did, did we talk about it last? I don't think we did, but he he pitched a Marvel versus DC movie. Oh, I, I sent that to you on yeah over Discord. But yeah, now that he's the head, this was before he was announced as the head of DC, right? Yeah. Or around the same. Or around time, the same maybe. time. Now that he's the hat, he's the head, and he's friends with Kevin Fagoli. I I wouldn't be surprised if something came out, but I not be. anytime soon. Yeah, that's gonna take a while, because Warner Brothers is gonna get bought out again by Universal in two years, and then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is Universal the one that's looking at them? Yeah, because I heard. Yeah, because remember, I don't. Did we talk about that too? That they were already that as soon as they were bought, they were already getting sold because mm-hmm. they just brought. Uh, uh, it's uh, so Discovery weird. down with them. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because it's like they were bought by Comcast, which was NBC, which was Peacock. And then, isn't that Universal? Yeah, Comcast, yeah. Comcast Universal, yeah. And then they sold them, and what, they're buying them again? <laughs> oh, no, wait, was it? No. Who bought them? I'm going to see who bought AT&T. Them. Oh, fuck, that yeah. was it. Not Comcast. Phone company. <laughs> Phone company. <laughs> they wanted to make, have a streaming service that they could just plug in with new phone purchases. It, even though that's still like the best streaming service in terms of like stuff you can watch, but I just never used it, so I don't have it anymore. Oh well, <coughs> bless your soul, chick. Oh shit. Um, so you watched the Ant Man three trailer? Yeah. It looked awful. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I showed my dad it, and I kind of smiled because the fact that he liked it was enough. Like, I'm going to watch it because he wants to watch it. I'm not going to like it. But you're going to watch it with him. And he I'm going to watch it to hit with him, and he might like it. Because I know he's not... Because I, I watched the Blade Runner movies with him. He didn't really like them, so I kind of know his... He, Your dad kind of so. sounds like my dad, yeah, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. My dad's like, it has to be very fast it has to, be to keep his attention. Funny like Ant-Man. <laughs> he does... We've seen the first Ant-Man movie at least, like, 70 times. It's, like, not even a joke. <laughs> We've watched the first set Ant-Man so many times. Well, I like the first Ant-Man movie, and I like to think of its potential if Edgar Wright directed it. <laughs> Me and too. that's pretty much it. I know, it's just big, sad. <laughs> and Ant-Man and the Wasp I've watched, like, twice, and I, I saw die every time I see someone on Twitter say it's one of the best MCU movies. I'm shocked as, like, an 80-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that's actually 
so cursed. <laughs> like, that's not cool. Like, no. No, it's not. And then the third one just looks awful. I'm and then Bill that. Murray's there. Like, what an awful time to bring Bill Murray yeah. into this universe. Holy shit. I'm only excited to see Jonathan Majors. Me too. Like, that sucks. Because Jonathan Majors is Kino. Um, when I went to watch Black Adam, there were three... Jonathan Major movie trailers in a row. Devotion, Creed 3, and <laughs> what? Ant-Man? No, no, it wasn't Ant-Man. The Devotion, the pilot movie. Yeah. Creed 3, where he's the villain, which is a great choice. And then... Oh, maybe it was just the two. But honestly, though, Jonathan yeah. Majors, I'm so glad he's getting... I was worried that he just wouldn't. Because he was in stuff like The Five Bloods and Last Black Man in San Francisco. And I was like, dude, he's great. But I don't hear a lot of people talking about him. But apparently enough people were to be like, yo, he should be the next big bad guy in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm, I'll take it, dude. John Majors is great. Oh, well. Um, and, uh... I read, I read, there's a, there's a plot leak going around that's, like, the really popular one that a lot of people think is real. Um, I read it, and it looks, it's, it sounds really stupid. Okay. And I'm excited to watch it if it's that bad. <laughs> okay. So, I, I shot you a text over Discord saying oh, yeah. it's written like a, it's like it's written by a six-year-old, so, yeah. It sounds like a Marvel movie, to be honest. Yep. And yeah, no. he was also in The Harder They Fall as the main cowboy, and he was pretty good in that. Literally anything he's in, I like. I don't know if it's just him, or just the projects he picks are good. This is for the money, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is for the money. Yeah, yeah. It feels so weird for Ant-Man to be with Kang, though. Like, that feels so weird. That's the Kang, Whoa. annihilator of time itself. Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man. <laughs> like, why? I don't know. But did you hear they're making a Sausage Party series? Okay. <laughs> I, didn't I saw this on Instagram from Seth Rogen, and I'm like, ooh, okay. ooh. <laughs> oh boy. I wonder how people are going to react. About as poorly as they did the first time, probably. The first movie is actually so fucking stupid, I kind of love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I remember seeing the Super Bowl ad for it, and then the day after, everyone wanted to watch it. Because it was funny carrots getting chopped in half. And it was like, they were screaming alive. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, broccoli was getting cheese melted on him as if it was like tar or something like it's so like jesus i think that's the point this is like it's so fucked yep like hot dogs get cut in half and they just see the eyes roll back and like oh my god it's so aggressive talking about that sounds like kino to me (laughs) with no point and it's just food food fine chopped in half and having hot okay but here's the thing i did tell you the ending right they they drug everyone in the grocery store so they could see the food alive 
and then all the food proceeds to murder everyone in the grocery store. What? And then they have a giant orgy at the end. <laughs> you see, like, an onion getting its bottom sucked off. And then, like, a taco shell is fucking a, a hot dog bun. Like, this is insane shit right here. Like, I'm not even joking. This is a real thing. <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> this is our future Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> right here. Hell yeah. See, there's the stupid shit, like Sausage Party, and then there's the Kino, like the boys. And Invincible. And Invincible. You, have you seen it yet? No. Watch it. <laughs> so good. I used to. I've got more, but I'll, let, I'll hop it on. Are you ready? Yes. This one's small. Are you All ready? Right. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready for some Dragon Age Dreadwolf news? You ready? Okay. You ready? Yeah. You ready? It's finally entered alpha stage in its development. What? <laughs> this game was supposed to come out like next year. So I think the rumors about it being scrapped is true. <laughs> oh, it was scrapped? What? Dreadwolf it... sounds like a sci-fi title. And from the announcement trailer, yeah, they it looks like... kind of sci-fi. Because they're going into like the country and more is like like the magic country where everything's like magical. So, Sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I think I, that's what they want to go for. I guess. A Dreadwolf. I just hate that title, but I'm glad it's not just Dragon Age. Yeah. That would have been a shitty title. Wasn't? Then wasn't it revealed in like? It was revealed last year. No, it wasn't revealed last. That's when they showed off. It was revealed three years ago. Okay, so never no, I, I'm saying the title was revealed yeah, the, last year. The title was revealed not that long ago. But never mind. This store, I, it's only been three years, which is normal. I'm alpha development. Time. I don't know why you have to announce the fact that you're in alpha development, though. Just guys, say, guys, it's coming. Still, don't worry. Guys, 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 it's been four years, and people are like, oh, okay, it's finally. <laughs> there are alpha. literally games that have been in development for like. 12 years, <laughs> you're fine. Like, from Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild, wasn't that like six years? Sure, there were some handhelds, but like, from main titles, it was like six years. So it's fine if, if people take time. <laughs> That's nuts. And then, yeah, 2017 to 2023 for the new one. That's another six years right there. I know, like, honestly, it's insane that the Nintendo Switch will be, like, six years old in a couple months. Because, like, I remember when that came out, and people were, like, talking about it. And I'm like, I'm poor. I can't buy one. <laughs> and I was too fixated on getting my PS4. <laughs> I need my PS4. My PS4. I need the one with, uh... I got the Call of Duty World War Two one. So it's, it's camo. And I have a camo controller. I know. I always wanted a special edition console. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's just especially color. with a game like Call of Duty <laughs> or two. Yeah, I got the Call of Duty PS4 right here. It's honestly, I keep. I forgot I had a special edition version, because like I could have had a cool one, like God of War. <laughs> no. I have a fuck of a Call of Duty camo. <laughs> camo. Oh my god. Even though you can just 
remove the plastic and then spray paint it. Yeah, it's so much work. <laughs> I don't want it. I'll just buy a new place. <laughs> okay. Um. So, I have two runtime reveals for you. Okay. So Avatar Two is officially three hours and ten minutes long. A whopping one hundred and ninety minutes. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it, but I know there's going to be people that are going to immediately get turned off by it because of the fun time. Because they're used to watching Marvel movies. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I mean, like, well, Titanic was like 200 minutes. Well, runtime doesn't matter unless it's Black Adam. <laughs> Did it feel like I an eternity for you? To, I wanted it to end that after an hour. <laughs> I didn't want it to end. I was laughing so hard. Oh my god! Is that you know there are those movies where it's like, it's really short, but it feels like it's fucking fifty hours. Long. Me with Halloween ends. Like just <laughs> that's not true. Movie. Kills took way longer for me. And then Babylon, Damien Chazelle's new movie, is three hours and eight minutes. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm excited. You are not. Your reaction to the trailer was, it's a trailer. Yeah, it was a trailer that looked. And I'm like, dude, but like all the fast-paced editing and the insanity. And you're just like, okay, I don't really uh, care. Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the world. Robert Eggers' next film is Nosferatu. Yeah. That was supposed to be his second film, but there was some trouble getting it off the ground. So we did The Lighthouse, and then that did very well. It was like a smash hit, which got him to do The Northman. And even though it bombed at the box office, it made fuckboats of money on streaming. And so they're now like, okay, well now you can do Noah's Front. Uh, now he so can. <laughs> now he can do it. It's going to be another movie picked up by A24 at a film N festival. No, I, he's... I think ascended above A24 at this point because the Northman was, you know, $90 million. <laughs> like, just, just saying. Yeah, I remember a lot of people saying they want to go watch it, but they didn't. Losers. <laughs> I saw that opening weekend, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what was happening? Literally, fighting, fighting although I, yeah, they, the audience doesn't know, but I used to do reviews for our high school news. And, like, the couple days before, people were like, yo, did you watch The Northman? I'm like, I did watch The Northman. They're like, can you talk about The Northman? I'm like, okay, I'll talk about The Northman. Like, I was gonna anyway, but people telling me that they wanted me to talk about it is weird, because we were in a rural high school where I didn't think most people would want to see that. Well, they just saw cool Vikings. That's true. I thought it was... Great, but whatever. It's free on Prime. You should watch it. Is it about Vikings? I saw the clip of him fighting in the volcano. What? That's the ending. Yeah. Why would I you did. watch that? I saw it. It was a meme. It was um. It was <laughs> me losing a battle, but then I remembered the like the, the compliment that random girl gave me like six years ago. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how it ended? 
just saw him screaming and he's all bloody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch the movie, bro. It's so good. <laughs> regaining my will to live after remember the compliment that that girl gave me six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Alright, so the last news story I have is that Vision is getting a solo series. Let's go, baby. And it's called Vision Quest, and that sounds fucking stupid. And I wanted to die. I'm not watching Vision this. Quest. Vision Quest. Why did why? <laughs> that's all, that's my this is why. What's the point? That's the real question. There is no purpose for the MCU anymore. <laughs> They're just like the multiverse saga. So. Oh oh shit! Reactions to Black Panther came out. They're very good. The one that oh, was yeah, mediocre was some fucking Matt Ramos. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, you show me that. Like no cameos. <laughs> no cameos. It's like, ah, oh, yes, it's an actual story. Therefore, you don't want to film yourself in a theater screaming your head off, even though you knew what was going to happen. No way. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. let's see here. That's, I mean, there. it's very, people are saying Namor is actually epic in this fucking movie. Like, Namor's like maybe the best part. And that makes a lot of sense. He is one of the first, like, superheroes. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's good they do him some justice. Mm -hmm. And no one seems to mind the runtime, which I thought people would, because it's two hours and 40 minutes. Like, that's pretty long. That's what she didn't say to me. (laughs) 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 Anywho. So the only thing I'm worried about is uh, Shiri. No, not yeah. Shiri. People say yeah. they like Shiri. Okay. That that's the only like thing the I was one about, really. thing that some people don't like is that Ironheart is actually pointless. Oh. Which I had a fear of, but it, now that people are just like, yeah, she's just kind of there to set up her series. I'm like, oh, cool. What about our white token character, Martin <laughs> Freeman? <laughs> Martin Freeman. Um, I don't know what he's doing in this one. <laughs> um, um, I, I, I have seen images of, more images of Ironheart's suit, first suit, and I like her prototype, I'm not gonna lie. Like, honestly, the, I, I just really think what? that this movie's gonna be maybe the best thing Phase 4 has done. I'm and I, I can best. kind of say that confidently. Probably the best for the next 10 years. It's the best thing since Guardians 2. If it's actually as, like, if that is as good as it gets, like, announce Black Panther 3, even if it comes out in, like, eight years, I will skip all of Marvel and then just jump into Black Panther 3. Because <laughs> I'm just like, ah, yes, Ryan Cougar's about to produce some Kino. There's, like, six Hulks now. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> You you missed all you missed all five seasons of She Hulk. Yes. <laughs> you missed the seven seasons of Miss Marvel. Ah, oh, yep. Mrs. I would never miss Loki season two. God damn it! I forgot that existed. Kihoi Kwan's in it. God damn it! You missed the Owen Wilson spinoff show. I would watch that. <laughs> I don't know. What to, I don't know what you're talking. I you missed watch Agatha that. Harkness seasons season eight. Whoops! That uh, is the best Marvel scene. 
show will get. Every one, every time, every Marvel fan, every time anything Marvel comes up, that's the best thing I've seen in a long yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> like it's literally like, every time. It's been a month. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the best thing I've seen in a long time. Like what? <laughs> huh. I can't believe I have to wait until the next Avengers movie next month. <laughs> I'm so glad they delayed Secret Wars. That gives the VFX artists enough time to actually do the work that they need to. Why do the fonts look the same for these Marvel movies? It's actually kind of funny. The <laughs> graphic like design. They all look generic, aerial-ass-looking motherfucking type. Like, what? Now, speaking of that... Oh, you have more. Sorry. Yeah, Doctor Doom apparently is Fantastic Four. Good. So that means Good. no no Doctor Doom and Secret Wars. It's Kang. I, I'm telling Good. you. Yeah. I told you this before. It's it's going to be Kang. And people are going to be furious. I don't care. More Jonathan Ma- yeah. Damn it. Do I watch that just for Jonathan Majors? Or do I have to just skip two Jonathan Majors movies? Just to boycott Disney. That's my dilemma. Just watch the Jonathan Majors movies. <laughs> Look up the... They're Avengers movies, damn it. Well, you have to give in to the masses. You have to watch Secret Wars. You have to see I have everyone to. come back. I have to ben see. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. See, people are just going to do the same thing Doctor Strange 2 did, and people are going to get pissed when it doesn't happen. Because I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, yeah, like that big of one. Like, I don't think they're going to get a lot of people. They'll get some people back. And then Mott Ramos is going to scream his head off in the theater. Oh my gosh, they brought the background guy from the first X-Men movie. They brought Toad back from X-Men, guys. That would be epic. (laughs) Dude, what are you talking about? They'll get Professor X back again. (laughs) And they just be like, guys, remember him? Like, yeah. This time he's... This time he's also from the 90s animated show. (laughs) And he won't die right away. We brought the Japanese Spider-Man back, guys. Let's go. Oh, Same would, actor and everything. That'd would, be awesome. I would buy 50 tickets to Secret <laughs> Wars if they brought back the Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> and the from hell. Oh, did you hear about the Spider-Man 4 plot? That, that What Sony wants to do with it? I don't think so, no. So, basically, they want to keep it, like... Like ground level and have like Daredevil and Kingpin and I'm like yo that's great but then they just want to shove in the two Spider-Man again because it made money and I'm like you literally just had a good idea why would you feck it up how would you fit them in there again I mean I like it as a joke at the end like they just show up. pointing yeah just, <laughs> they just show like no maybe they're talking or something through their multiverse and they just show up see people are something. like one down one to go and it's like Man of Steel 2 and then Amazing Spider-Man 3. Like, do you actually watch the Amazing Spider-Man movies? No, I don't think they do. Have you seen that? No. Have you seen that Amazing Spider-Man 2 is actually garbage? Sure, as in, what was I, 10? Yeah, I liked it as a 10-year-old. Because I have no brain as a 10-year-old. Well, at least, at least Henry Cavill's Superman still has, you know, character development because he never got any uh Ooh, people would disagree <laughs> but uh people uh, would think that andrew garfield got plenty well i mean of course he still didn't get any after after his best girlfriend died 
his best girl. Wait, what? Remember when they were going to do the Amazing Spider-Man Cinematic Universe? Yeah. There was, oh, there was the one guy that I showed you that made a fan cinematic universe. And then there was, like, what Sony was going to actually do. And the fan cinematic universe was actually so cringe. Because, <laughs> like, he didn't have any fan castings. He just said a really short plot that would not have fit as a movie and was like a short film rather than anything else. He's like, no, this would be a movie. I'm like, why? Also, how? But then, he you scroll to the bottom, and then there's a bunch of fan castings. And it's really funny, because it, all it is is A-list celebrities. And it's like really cringy. <laughs> He put an effort to do that. He did. he did. He looked up celebrities and then just put one next to the other. Who is a black celebrity? Ah, yes, this guy will make a great Miles Morales. He is 60 years old. 40. <laughs> 40 years old. Miles Morales. My Morales. Morales. God damn it. Um, so, yeah, more news. Well... Oh yeah, Ryan Johnson. You ready? You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. Did um, he do a funny? He he did. He, oh, okay. he pissed off a fan base again. Good. <laughs> he 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 has talked to Kathleen Kennedy about his trilogy, and it's only scheduling. So I'm guessing after an Iron Man, three, maybe two. I Netflix spent a lot of money. I think he's gonna want to prioritize the third Knives Out yeah. over Star Wars. So it's just scheduling. I I think he should get his chance at a trilogy, even though I haven't watched Knives Out. I literally have it. We should watch it. I'll watch it eventually. Why do you refuse to watch so, Knives Out? It's so good. It's actually like top ten shit for me. In terms of like that year. So good. I don't know why you refuse to watch it. Roundhead Johnson. Roundhead. He's funny. That's where Ana de Armas was popular. Not that she wasn't in stuff. This is where she got popular. <laughs> nah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. She was she was she wasn't popular when that came out. She got popular with this movie. People um, were like, ah, yes, her. And then they look up her new because they're horny, and then they find Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it. That's what they do. Oh, I saw some Lord of the Rings news. Oh, yeah, there is a pretty good Lord of the Rings news. Actually, I'll just show you it now. Okay, you ready? Um, Lord of the Rings. You ready? You ready? You ready? In the confidence. No way. Honestly, that's, like, not wrong. Um, Aragorn is beast. <laughs> I can't really find, but you, 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 you're aware that they, 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 they dropped the uh, first image for the Amazon Prime series for uh, Fallout. I was not aware. Oh, okay. Let me try and find it on on Amazon Prime's Twitter. Um, but anyways, when the when the when the image dropped. Um, this this dude, I think it's satire because he has a he has a Funko Pop as his profile picture. 
<laughs> but I just hope they don't try to add politics to the Fallout universe. <laughs> yeah, that's what it... Okay. Oh, yes. oh, this guy, yes, a war started by hyper-nationalism, extreme resource consumption, and consumerism, and corporate overreach, and government and civil life. No po- apolitical. Apolitical. Okay. <laughs> or, um... Or, uh, the Fallout games have never been, uh, 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 political. In Fallout 3, there's a, there's a town that, that's full of a bunch of cannibals, and you can ask him who, who he voted for, one of the dudes, and he's like, now, now, my vote is my business and no one else's, but I'll tell you one thing, we didn't vote for any beatnik liberal commies, that's for sure. <laughs> Apolitical. Apolitical. <laughs> Apolitical, guys. It's only apolitical if they add a black queer person. That's when it's apolitical? I mean, that's when it's political. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? Oh, shit. It might be. Oh, I want to talk about this, though. Elon Musk gave people the permission to say the N-word. Right? And then a statistic came out that the use of the N-word on Twitter skyrocketed like 500%. Camera moment. Thanks, Elon. (laughs) This is why Twitter should not be a thing. If we all leave Twitter, then he just loses $44 billion. Do you ever think about that? (laughs) Though, I get where he's coming from same time what did he expect those words are censored for a reason. yeah and it's literally literally there was a post of like a guy in a nazi outfit but it was like drawn it's like someone put effort into drawing a guy in a nazi outfit saying the n-word like this is the people he's encouraging like i don't know what to tell you like that's kind of stupid he's just salty because he, he can't say that stuff I think well, he's gonna literally. He posted an image that was like, "Go ahead and say it," like, he, "Bruh, what the fuck?" <laughs> I, I just like the memes. To be honest, <laughs> which how, memes how, are funny though? How Twitter's going into a shithole, and how how uh, uh, a lot of people are going back to it, like like the the Halo people who make fun of the fans. They're like, "Look, Marty O'Donnell's back. The composer for Halo's back." On Twitter, and they're like, "Our Lord and Savior can finally tell us how to say the N word." <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that means yeah, they're gonna allow Trump back. Great, he can finally say his political opinions, guys. Marty O'Donnell starts spewing anti-Semitism. Kanye Literally, moments. Kanye. It's ye actual. Ye. <laughs> I can't believe people didn't see this guy. Yeah, crazy. See, Twitter's where I get my movie news, so this kind of sucks. <laughs> I get my nice spicy movie news. <laughs> I, get, I, get to, I get to watch people yell at each other, and it's funny. And some people can't detect like, sarcasm, sarcasm, or or satire. It's like you're funny for not being able to, and you're funny for tricking them. <laughs> like the Snyder fan. That's what I mostly follow on Twitter is the Snyder. Because <laughs> they're so fucking funny. 
And I can't tell and if I'm joking or not. Like, like I follow Sigma Bale, but like half the time it's just homophobia. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? I know that's the weird thing about the Sigma memes. You can't tell if they're joking or not. <laughs> and then like they never clarify, so <laughs> they just piss everyone off. Like there are ones that are like stalking women. It's like what? <laughs> it's I mean I get it when it's like driver. Because he's, like, quiet. <laughs> but then there's, like, there are some that are kind of funny, and some that are edgy, that are dumb, that I like. But then there's just ones that are, like, I see an LGBT parade, and it's Homelander mowing down people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think that should be used as a meme format, Homelander mowing down people. That's kind of a disturbing scene, to be honest. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Use that out of context. I don't know. I don't know. Twitter's a shitty place, and it always was. Well, we should go back to MySpace. We should bring that back. <laughs> or, uh... Uh, we should bring back, um... Fuck. There was the, um... Facebook. The fa- no! No, 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 no! It's meta now, actually. Meta. Meta. <laughs> oh, that's the follow Yeah, that's the, that's the follow teaser right there. Wow. Oh. I'm just... I mean, just ignoring the people here. I'm just excited the look about fake. The, yeah. <laughs> like what? I'm just excited about the lighting here because that's like like just this. If I can just crop everything else out and just do that, like that is very reminiscent to the older games. And not green. People want green. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's more reminiscent. To, I just like how accurate it looks, and there's a dead body right there. <laughs> I wonder what that could mean. I was trying to find lore on Vault 33, because a lot of the vaults have a lot of interesting lore. Like the one where it's just a bunch of cats and there's an old lady who takes care of them. <laughs> she survived hundreds of years. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they repopulate the wasteland with cats. Because <laughs> they escape, and that's, that's their lore reason why there's cats in Fallout 4. <laughs> it was just a bat vault full of cats. <laughs> <laughs> the pudgy, fetch, stupid cats. There's the one where they just gamble forever for an eternity that's all they do infinite money <laughs> infinite money or there's the one where there's just one social guy. experiment gone wrong yeah that's all the they casino are, so never just... wins because there's <laughs> infinite money that's all they are is just social experiments except for the one where they cryogenically freeze people well that's just like a vault of people <laughs> yeah because they're supposed to repopulate or there's the how one... well did that go <laughs> oh that's the follow-up for one yeah they all freeze for eternity and then, can you let them up? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, That's what happens when you vault people in the 50s. Freeze them in ice. Ice, No, that's not true. Did, did they... The nuclear war happened in the 50s, and they just didn't progress in terms of, like... Oh, didn't the, the Didn't they start freezing themselves in... No, they, 2076? Yeah, uh, they, or, or, I don't the know reason why they're, like, stuck in the 50s is because they forgot they didn't, like, develop, like, computer, like, a supercomputer or whatever that we created. So, like, they don't have, like, computer chips, I think, and stuff like that. But they still have computers. Yeah, but, like, the, the mini chips that we have like, oh, in okay. our cars and, and stuff oh, and okay. phones. I, I think that's, that's what they don't have, if I'm not mistaken. So the war started in the 50s, but 
They didn't. Oh, the war started in the nineteen, in like seventy, in the in the twenty seventies. So then, because what, then what happened in the nineteen fifties? <laughs> that that's all that happened was they just didn't invent something that that we did in the fifties. So they were like stuck in the. 50s. I thought the I thought they just so they went st- to war with Alaska in the fifties. No, they they went to war with China because China invaded Alaska because it was like the last like oil produ- producing area because in China wanted that oil the last drop of oil so it was like a really bloody conflict there was a DLC about it in Fallout 3 where you got to run through the trenches of Alaska fucking shoot cops. oh they just put it in the way past that's kind of it was cool. a simulation yeah you go oh, in there well, they don't, simulation I don't remember why they explain it but yeah it's like Call of Duty you choose your loadout it's kind of funny but hell yeah people don't like it but I do because it's Oh, but is it all green and gross? No, it's like white and red. It's like bloody, you know. Well, ooh. but yeah, that's that's the one that's ooh. that's the one that's green and gross. Yeah, and then New Vegas is orange. <laughs> it's orange and colorful, and also gross. And also gross because the graphics look awful. I know. I see. I see like the ground textures and like even the mods can't fix it. I literally have Fallout New Vegas downloaded on my Xbox. I just have to want the willpower to play it. Because I know you gave me your PS3 version, but I yeah. hear like it's actually <laughs> awful. No, the Fallout 3 is worse because like you walk for like 10 seconds and it like actually crashes. <laughs> Good that's also the Fallout game where you can take over an alien ship. And then New what? Texas. What? A giant I'm space sorry. Canonically, aliens. <laughs> yeah, there's aliens. What the fucking fuck? aliens in Fallout, dude? What? I thought they were just mutants. What? No, they're fucking aliens that that are like random encounters that you can run into. This is why. <laughs> well, it was a joke in the first one that you can stumble across the UFO. But then Bethesda just ran with it and just made an entire fucking DLC about getting kidnapped by aliens and escaping off a ship. But you had, That's you a very 50s thing, you know, <laughs> to be fair. Like, they did also... the second... I heard a story where the second Fallout had to reuse assets and then they just threw in a bunch of random shit as Easter eggs. So you can find, like, the Star Wars crew just, like, across the map for, like, no reason. They have no context to being there. Yep, that's exactly what Fallout 2 does. <laughs> they just throw in random bullshit, and it, there's no lore explanation. It's just like... There's just the people <laughs> of Star Wars there. Huh. Okay. Right. <laughs> but that's the Star Wars? Yeah. No, they were approached to do that. I they think. Were. Yeah, they were approached to do Game of Thrones too, but they just ended up doing Skyrim instead. Fuck. Oh, wait, wow. How... Game of Thrones came out in like 2011. Yeah. yeah. Skyrim came out in 2011. What? <laughs> yeah. How quick did they develop Skyrim then? <laughs> well, no, it was in development process. And maybe Skyrim came out and then they were approached. Oh, that makes probably more sense. Yeah. Like, hey, this is a lot like Game of Thrones, because it is. And then they're just way. like, you want to do this? And they're like, no, Fallout 4 for us. <laughs> no. Jason Schreier must leak all the follow, must leak the Fallout Four script and then get blacklisted by a lot of companies. But then he's still very reliable. <laughs> How is this possible? Must Jason Schreier moment. <laughs> big doo doo doo. What? Uh, what are you looking at? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, did you hear about Yi? Yi, your favorite Yi said said um. Uh, oh, the, the Django Unchained was his idea. It's Django, not Django. Da Django. Da, J- J- Django Unchained was his idea, and it's like not. <laughs> He's like it's it's, and then he walked into uh, Skechers, on into like, he just he got dropped by I think Nike, and he literally just walked into Skechers headquarters demanding a meeting, and then he got escorted out. <laughs> oh my god! He's literally losing his shit. Oh, yeah, James Cameron criticism of the MCU. Oh, again? <laughs> again. But this time, it's not that bad of a take, in my opinion. But the Marvel fans weren't having it, bro. No. When, um, when I look at these big, spectacular films, I'm looking at you, Marvel and DC. It, is, it doesn't matter how old the characters are. They all act like they're in college. They have relationships, but they really don't. They never hang up their spurs because of their kids. The things that really around us and give us power, love, and purpose. Those characters don't experience it, and I think that's not the way to make movies. I agree. It's just, I don't think they've ever gotten the chance to. Well, I mean, like, think of movies that at least have tried to touch on it, like Logan. Yeah. He did hang it up. And then and fucking died. And then <laughs> fucking died. Or, um, Logan is, like, the only example where I can think of, like, no, Spider-Man 2. He hung it up because... He well, then he came spend. back. Yeah, but then he came and back. And then they forced the third one. Because they needed him. They needed money. They needed money. <laughs> That's literally all it is, too. Or, it's so sad. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 focuses on more of the team together. Some people don't like that movie. And I don't care. There are uh, literally people that are like, dude, this is like awful. I'm like, how can you say Guardians 2 is awful? This shit is Literally, though, I don't... Because Ant-Man and the Wasp is Kino guy. That's true. Ant-Man and the Wasp is funny. Or or, uh, the Batman, you know? I mean, it's not really, like, a lot of his characters. That's literally like a a David Fincher movie. People are just like, nah. Nah, Zaddy. Zaddy Chad. Yeah, Zaddy Chad. Zaddy Chad. Ben Batfleet. Listen, listen, I get... That James Cameron criticism, but also Avatar One does not have that, and I don't know if Avatar Two would have. That. I that that's what he said after, because he said that's what he's doing in Avatar Two, and he hopes that's why he he's doing that in Avatar Two, and he hopes it resonates with the younger audiences too. So please watch my movie. Uh, well, listen, it's gonna make bank anyways so people saying no one cares you're wrong because like it's gonna make a billion dollars easy i know when <laughs> i saw the comments under the post and they're like well he hasn't made a movie since in like a decade so hurry up old man dude he's been working on this movie for a decade so i know <laughs> shut the fuck up please honestly you're i i told down. my dad yo avatar 2 is coming out in december he's like oh shit it is and like yeah he's, and he's like yo we should watch that yeah, I talked to my dad about it after Blackout. I'm like, you want to watch Avatar 2? He's like, yeah. They're <laughs> dropping a new trailer on Wednesday. All right, let's let's get ready for the keynote. I'll get the popcorn <laughs> out. We we take the day off of work <laughs> just watch a trailer. Sorry, I got to call in Avatar 2. <laughs> I don't work that day, though, honestly. I know. Oh, but man. I probably won't miss it. 
been an hour. Are we done with you? <laughs> I don't think we are. Uh, oh no, just a just a little funny meme. Just a little funny meme. Yeah. Guys, I need help. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. Um, you she also that. did the second one, but whatever. Well, you and the first one. No, that was a different person. Yeah, but writing. Oh, writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that, that was the first. What and Kung Fu Panda two, right? That's the first. Asian woman di- directed animated movie to get nominated, right? Or For something like an that. Oscar? Maybe. Yeah. Th- I, I think that checks out. Because the people that they nominated from Asia that got nominated were all dudes. Because they were all just Ghibli movies. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I think I think that checks out. They I didn't know. nominate the third one, but whatever. But it took until 2011. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of <laughs> They should have an anime category at the Oscars. <laughs> Just nominate. Um, oh yeah, Oscar that would get the kids in to watch the Oscars. Just anime, <laughs> anime, and best anime goes to all oh, Dragon. The... It goes to Dragon Ball every year. That's <laughs> speaking of Japan. What? Um, this is another thing. Um, this is this. I kind of laughed at because I really don't care. But you know the. Calypso Protocol, or whatever the heck, the Dead Space. The, yeah, Protocol. Yeah, whatever. Well, it's it, it, it was canceled in Japan because um they couldn't agree on a rating, which I think is funny because um isn't it just M? I, I thought it was just M rated. <laughs> it's either M, A, or I don't know what they have for Japan, but they were obviously arguing over something, so they just decided to cancel it. And this is the same country that allows hentai girls. Mm. <laughs> so um, just think about that. They don't they like allow... gore, but vore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they okay. don't like Mortal Kombat, but Catherine Full Body. That's where it's that's... at. That's oh. where it's at. <laughs> it's Keen. okay, guys. Keen. As long as we're horny. That's true, though. <laughs> but then they make a cure. Like what? <laughs> Excuse me. Explain. <laughs> I think they just do whatever they want. <laughs> you know what? Good for them. Good. Why? Why stay consistent when you can be funny? <laughs> I do want to play the Callisto Protocol, but that's PlayStation exclusive. Is it? I think so. I thought it was seventy bucks. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I thought that's the thing that was. And I'm just me gonna out. be stuck with God of War. <laughs> And then I'm going to buy Sifu. And then I'm going to buy Gotham Knights like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, buy, buy it on Black Friday when it's like 75% off. Already. And then we'll play together. Oh, yeah. I'll Is be... it online multiplayer? Yeah, it's online multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, we can see. That's true. You can be um, someone I'm not going to <laughs> I'm going to be uh, Batgirl. I'm going to be the one woman. <laughs> do, do what? <laughs> okay. Dude, oh it's my god. Dude, why? It's not a fucking. Her and Nightwing are fucking caked in that. Nightwing, I get. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the purpose Nightwing. of Nightwing's character. <laughs> Just have a nice ass. That's why I will be Jason Todd, because his gameplay looks like shit. <laughs> but, but then you don't get to look at a nice butt. Yeah, but an awful gameplay. That's true. Literally, though, I just find it so funny that the gameplay looks 
it, the gameplay and the looks are worse than a game from seven years ago. It's the art style, guys. But. Yeah, the graphics are okay. It, but it's the art hyper realism from twenty fifteen looks better than your game. Well, I don't know if art. Maybe for the art style, like um, actually looks good. Then I should say, Arkham Knight still looks better than most games now. Like I, I, I don't know, if it's, like that game was insanely gorgeous. Anyway, is it time to jump into the plethora of reviews? Yeah, I think I think so. All right. So I watched a lot. Like, a lot. But should we start off with the one Halloween-themed one? Sure, why not? Alright, so we we were gonna do a Living Dead saga ranking. But then, we did this little thing called Not Caring, (laughs) so we only watched the original. Um, what'd you think? So, I know this movie has a lot of flaws, but I... I love this movie a, a lot. I think I think it's good, but it ends up becoming repetitive. Where they go to the TV to watch the news. They board up, there's some zombies. They go to the TV to watch the news. They oh, yeah, board up, yeah. they fight zombies. And it isn't until the end when everyone gets murdered. And then the main character gets shot because he's black. No. 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 What? No. <laughs> No, no, it was because they thought he was a zombie. I know that was the point, but, yeah. like, I'm glad that they were able to put that, like, they were able to contextualize it in a way that would, you know, spark debate at your next uh, family gathering. <laughs> no, they didn't. A... What? Yeah, um... If I hear my grandfather say the N-word, I'm going to leave that family reunion. Also... Also, this this is another horror movie with the false protagonist trope, except they don't die. But it like it like in it's, my opinion, the the transition from switching to the lady at the beginning to the truck driver is 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 the dude is very mean? yeah he's a truck driver. He's, oh yeah, it, it's it's very smooth. Yeah, and it feels like it doesn't really tell. happen. Yeah, but it does because you're like yeah, he's the badass. Yeah, and he's the guy that murders a bunch of people in a badass way and then he just walks to the window and gets shot. <laughs> That's the entire movie. Yeah. Like literally those people don't even try to just see if they're a zombie or not. They're just like, oh a well, person <laughs> just Yeah, yeah. Also, Which is where the idea that maybe they could be racist it, comes from. It's it's also sad that 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 um that ending, right where they lock, was it the dad or the? It was the dad that they lock in the basement, right? He locks himself in there, and then the. Oh yeah, the child eats yeah. her. Him, I guess. Or, yeah. Because the mom both. went down there. Yeah. The child became a zombie and yeah. murdered her, and then the dad locked himself down there, and then the child murdered him. What was their reaction back then? Because this is the introduction of the viral zombie. I don't really know. Yeah. I mean. Didn't they have zombies before in like a different kind? Of yeah, they 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 were zombies, but they were like actually just reanimated corpses. They weren't like viruses or anything. Sure. 
And I kind of like that, in theory, they stop it. Yeah, right. They just go They just go into a town then to where they are and just shoot them all. I kind of like <laughs> that idea that it only lasts for, like, a couple days. Yeah. Because all zombie virus movies, like, almost all of them, end in, oops, the world's fucked, and that's where the rest of this series goes. But I like the idea that just for a couple of days, there could have been zombies. Like, what would the world have been after a zombie apocalypse? Like, I want to see that movie, to be honest with <laughs> I you. I want to see the aftermath movie. After the apocalypse. After it lasts, like, two weeks, and then you just execute every zombie imaginable. And then everyone's just like, well, now what? <laughs> now well, what? I mean, I, get, I think of that more like The Last of Us, because, like, that's sort of, like, their second priority is the zombies, because they're... First been like it's the characters. Because it's like yeah, it's the characters. The characters. But, um, you could stop snacking. <laughs> I also like the 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 enclosed and how how, how um, claustrophobic it feels. I think it adds. I know it's it it's a bit more tropey for zombie movies specifically, but I just like the feeling of the movie as well. I like the, the way it's design. shot. Wasn't it like a like an indie movie basically at yeah, this point? Yeah, it was an indie movie back then. Also, fun fact: they never trademarked it. So the day it released, it was public domain. So literally, like that same year, a studio could have like remade the movie, and that could have been like the universe we were in, where it was like a box office smash, but it was like the reboot because they just never trademarked it. For some reason. And I think that's like one of the few big franchises that I could think of where it's like that. We, theoretically, we could make a Night of the Living Dead remake. Yeah, in this room. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Except we shoot on our phone. We'll, we'll uh, whitewash the character. What? <laughs> You'll be the truck driver because I don't want to deal with the controversy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why do I got it? I'll be the woman. So I'll do with controversy too. We'll word press. <laughs> it's a it's a social experiment. What's the what's the worst? Uh, whitewashing or, or man washing? What's worse? What 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 will be the reaction? Uh, what, what's the worst reaction? And then people would get mad that you'd be the woman. Woman, I'll still be a male because we're making him a man now. Yeah, I get that, but like you'd be dressing as a woman though. Oh, oh yeah, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm saying, like, would people get mad about that? <laughs> no, no, as long as, no, no, no. Any? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, I thought it was, like, fine. I understand why it got its classic status. And to be fair, it's better than most zombie movies. <laughs> and, like, that's, <laughs> like... you get you when you watch shitty zombie movies, so. <laughs> Um, I'd give it, like, a seven. I don't have much to say. I think the main character is pretty great. But, like, outside of that, especially the woman, like, from the beginning, she literally just seems like she just doesn't care. Maybe that's just the writing. But she was just like, okay, I'm here now. And I'm all, like, drunk now for some reason. Just petrified. I'm a, I'm a vegetable. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. She got, yeah. Uh, I heard that Dawn is really good. Oh, the remake or the original? The, the, the original. Both. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that's, Zack Snyder did that, and I'm sure that's just his cultus. I can guarantee it's just his cultus. I'm going to put a stamp on it. It's just, it's just... Well, there are people that hate Snyder that like the movie, though. It, it's his cultus. I think it's his cultus? It's his cultists that are like... Oh. Woo! Yeah, they're the people that got Army of the Dead to be best 2021 movie. You know, it's actually terrible. And Army of Thieves is better, but has, like, nothing to do with zombies. Like, it's... Like, if you watched Army of Thieves but didn't watch Army of the Dead, that must be a surreal experience. (laughs) Or, like, it's about a German guy trying to crack safes, and then there's just zombies for, like, no fucking reason. Like, wait, what? What's going on? Like, honestly, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Army of Cinematic Universe. But, no, no, no. Now it's going to be called um, Army of Monsters, and it's like Kaijus. Oh, Zaddy Chad's making a sequel. I forgot what it's called, but my favorite character from those movies is that German guy, so I'm glad he got the spin-off. You haven't seen them? No. You lucky bastard. No, I'm just going to tune in for Zaddy Chad's sci-fi movies and laugh at how awful they're going to be. I love that his promotional material is black and white. What a pretentious fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then people are like, Kino! It's the same as his cultists. They're pretentious. Guys, guys, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex was good. He was literally just the Riddler. <laughs> That's all he was. Guys, guys, BVS is still good. It's a masterpiece. You just don't understand. Oh, See, really. people with brains understand that that movie is bad. You don't understand the symbolism. What symbolism? <laughs> Anywho, symbolism what would you give Superman Night of the Jesus Living Christ. Dead? What did I give it on Letterbox? I think we have the same. Like, I don't have a high rating, but I do love the movie. Oh, what does Tales of the Jedi say? 4.1, Jesus fucking Christ. Is that the whole show? Yeah. <sighs> nice. Alright. Um, Night of the Living Dead, directed by the GOAT. Yeah, the I, I have it at a 7, too. The Kino Award. The Kino. The, the Kino Award goes to... Your mouth. Anywho. Um, what else did you watch? Because I have a bunch of shit, and I don't know if we want to, we want to go back and forth, or if, like... Well, I watched, um, I watched Taxi Driver. You heard of that indie gem? Yeah, the hidden indie gem. The hidden indie gem. Taxi, taxi, taxi Driver. Taxi <laughs> Driver. I saw a meme, and that's why I decided to watch it. <laughs> He's been in memes for years, so now you have to watch American Psycho, yeah, you I goon. Do. I do. I, I just don't remember what meme kind of triggered it off. Let me see if I can find it. That was like right when American Psycho memes were getting popular. I'm like, God damn it. Fine, I'll watch it. And then I watched it and I thought it was great. <laughs> like, I I have my problems with it. I think it's like an 8 out of 10 movie, but the memes are so funny. Some of them, anyway. Oh, yeah, it was this meme. Rip. <laughs> Rip. 
I don't know why it was that meme, but I'm like, yeah, I gotta watch Taxi Driver. That's the one that's not funny. <laughs> that's the one that made you watch it. Yeah, the, the one that wasn't. But there was one that came later. It was funny. It was pretty funny because it's the boys meme. I'll be there for you. Oh, or this one. McDonald's Sprite. <laughs> 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 or obviously, you know. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> taxi driver. It's, it's taxi driver. He's literally me. He's literally me. He's literally me. I'm gonna tell you, he's not literally me. I mean, he no is. Way. He is at some points. He he is literally me. Like there's there's one where he's stalking the girl. They're like through the window, and they're like, he's been staring at us for like a, forever now, and he's just sipping on the smoothie. He's like, that's that's me, bro. Dude, smoothie, smoothie. Um, um, I saw your ten out of ten rating, and I'm like, oh, so I probably won't give it a ten. Then. Yeah, yeah, pro, pro, probably this. This movie is literally Joker. No way, crazy, like. I thought it would be like. See, I hear it's more Joker's more King of Comedy than it is Taxi Driver, but it's like a mix of both. No, I well, I haven't seen King of Comedy. I have King of Comedy on Blu-ray. <laughs> I see a lot more Taxi Driver, like down to the themes, bro. Real human. I see a lot more. See, I am gonna go on a Scorsese binge soon. I've got like, a, I've got, I've got like ten DVDs. Seven DVDs in like two Blu-rays, and then a bunch of them are on streaming. I'm just missing a couple, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna start that soon. I don't wanna. I wanna own most of them, so For it's gonna. Reference. Yeah, so it's gonna take longer. Yeah. yeah. But ah uh, <laughs> shucks. Mm-hmm. But my uh, brother, he moved to Iowa. And he left behind a copy of 2001 A Space Odyssey. So now you have no reason to not watch it. <laughs> 2001, 2001 A Space Boar. Ooh, ooh. Except not really. I mean, it, you have to be in the right mood, but literally, it was like 1 o'clock. It was uh, New Year's I'm the Day. For essentialism. Existent existentialism. So, like, I, I. It was literally 1 o'clock. Everyone. It was like tired. We stayed up really late because it was New Year's, and then I'm just scrolling HBO Max, and I just see it, and I'm like, "Okay," and just hit watch. And then for the next like two and a half hours, I watched that. And then when I was done, I was like, "Okay, so this is one of the best movies ever made." So it's it's pretty decent. It's, it's pretty good. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay at best. It's not as good as Eternals. <laughs> it's okay. Puts ten out of ten on Letterboxd. It's okay. It's it's okay. It's guys. okay. It's not the best movie in the world. It's definitely not my top ten. Wait, what's it's not one of the best movies ever made. Ah, uh, Stanley Kubrick moment. Well, anyways, Taxi Driver. I saw it wasn't nominated for screenplay at the Oscars. That it year. wasn't. It was supposed to, but it didn't. See, hearing that it was supposed to, makes. it's okay. It makes it, it's okay because the academy's dumb. It's okay. 
So here's the thing. It was also supposed to get director, and it did. It got score, two performances, and picture. Well, this, so I saw the nominations, too. They're, they also resemble Joker, specifically for the sound. It didn't get score nominations. I know, I mean, score, I mean. For oh, score, yeah, 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 it reminded yeah. me a lot, because you, you only really hear that one piece of music in Joker, and it's the same for Taxi Driver. But, and, like, it's good, so it gets it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Paul Schrader is a goat. Like, he went on to do, like, First Reformed. He did Miss Shimba. Uh, that one movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did um, The Card Counter with Oscar yeah. Isaac. He's He also did a bunch of really awful straight-to-DVD movies, so one. his consistency is weird. He did the one with Ethan Hawke, too. Yeah, that's First yeah. Reformed. Yeah, okay. Well, this movie it was written, wasn't it only written in like a couple days? I'm not sure about the background. Yeah, I think it was written in just like a couple days. See the but the BAFTAs loved it, but they couldn't use it as a precursor because it didn't come out in Britain until the next year. Oh, yeah. so it was nominated at the next year's ceremony instead of the year it would have coincided with the Oscar. But then, sometimes that happens like the opposite. The British get it first, and then the U.S. gets it later. So, like, for example, there's um a Kurosawa movie where, like, the BAFTAs nominated it, and then, like, two years later, the Oscars nominated it. Like, America got things really weird. This is how what's, it happens. What's the, what's the, the, the writer, what's that? Japanese, the, the, the samurai movie he made or whatever. Oh, Paul Schrader's? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh God. Didn't it start with an H? What? I thought it started with like an H or something. Mishima. A Life oh, in Four Shadows. Oh, yeah. Isn't that like known as one of the greatest movies of all time, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, Paul Schrader movie. <sighs> oh, my God. I know. I just. Oh, he also the... wrote Raging. Oh, yeah, that too, Martin Scorsese again. And also The Last Temptation of Christ, Scorsese. And then also Bringing Out the Dead, Scorsese. Scorsese, yeah. Um, well, because I don't know if you knew this already, but the movie is told through his point of view. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, like, misleading at a lot of points. Yeah, so. the, the dialogue is written like it's written out of his diary, so it's, like, very, like, NPC-like, especially NPC at the right. end. And a lot of the cinema, right? It was nominated for cinematography too. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Nope. I thought it was, but it. I will look up what it got, but it, it was kind of lacking. It was, it was. Um, it shot like first. It's it's shot like from his point of view a lot of times, like in. Which I mean, it's not. It's not. I didn't really notice any uh, shots that were symbolic, but. Symbolic. I just thought it was kind of cool that Generally it was shot. Oh, besides the ending. Oh, wait, never mind. Besides the ending. This did coincide with the BAFTAs. It won Jodie Foster a BAFTA in supporting. Oh, it yeah. won score. Jodie Foster was for talking, yeah. I like that. And she yelled at him because he, like, he, he took her to a porno. <laughs> 14. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, BAFTAs and the D. GA nominated Scorsese, and then he didn't. 
I will say that this is the one time that a Scorsese movie that got pictured didn't get directed. It's the one time. So like, they're a package, you know. This is just like when he got big, and then they just snubbed him for no reason. So there you go. Makes sense. He yeah, was only nominated for four. Which, I mean, I don't know if that... Yeah, yeah. Robert De Niro was pretty good. I, I haven't... Robert De Niro. <laughs> I, I haven't... I, haven't I, I mean, he... I, I mean, he's not as good as uh, uh, Meet the Parents. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. Meet the Fockers. Fockers. And then the third one's Little Fockers. <laughs> God damn it. It's so weird seeing... Robert De Niro young. I agree. He's he's just like I thought he was great in Amsterdam, but you could tell he's in his eighties. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know I don't know what to tell you. He's old man. He is old man. Just used to it now. I mean ah, uh, you should do the Scorsese thon with me, bro. I'll watch Raging Bull. Eventually. <laughs> and then we gotta watch King of because no, also literally me, but just no one brings it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe people do, and I just haven't been no, I looking for it. I don't think people bring up luck king of comedy. the luck king of comedy. Um, all right. Usually so people just bring up the the big four. Oh, and Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, that's a big one. And uh, Donnie Darko. Why? That's a Halloween movie. It is. Yeah. I should watch that on Halloween. You mean tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. I have tomorrow off from work. I don't. I work six to two. So I have to get up at five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm so do, excited. I have to do that today. Except I, I didn't clock in at six. I clocked in at five. Lucky. And then you got off at two anyways. Yeah. Rip. Yeah. See, yeah, my work's weird. They give me inconsistent hours. Like they'll give me like forty eight hours in a row and then they just won't schedule me for a week like what <laughs> like literally I work the next two days and then I don't work until next Monday like what <laughs> why and then they're gonna call me every single day like y'all can you come into work like why did you schedule me to come in then schedule issues moment or they're gonna be like can you come in at the most unreasonable hour? Like, fuck you, I'm sleeping. Can you come in at 9 o'clock now? <laughs> we need you. Can you come at 11 o'clock? Can you come in now? Or they're, they're going to be like, yeah, there's a chicken order. Can you work just like four hours? But you're making the chicken. I'm like, fuck no. I mean, no. It was a pretty massive, <laughs> tr- massive, order. huge order. And I need your help. What is it? <laughs> Two milks. <laughs> this is the largest order we've had all day. That'd be a really it's, slow day. It's 1 a.m. It's 1. No shit. That's the largest you've gotten. Uh, I'm so glad I don't work nights, though. That would be sketchy as all hell. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be afraid of getting robbed or like, stabbed to death in the parking lot. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, th- that's why I lock my car. <laughs> it's, like, one of the few places I lock my car. I just don't trust anyone. 
Not even at, when you go to the movie theater. I don't lock my car. <laughs> I'm fucking weird with it. Like, I walked into the movie theater with yeah. my uh, badge because I just forgot to take it off. So it looked, it genuinely was just like, I got off of work, walked into the theater and watched a movie. So, which movie should I start with? I watched Breaking Bad. Oh, uh, so Breaking Bad. No, I, I, I'm not seeing Breaking Bad. <laughs> Go, what's the memes? No, for the meat. You know what? We'll uh, we'll do uh, we'll do ones that I don't care much about. Sorry, I'm so I watched the new Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Patrick Bateman. So I watched the new stop motion movie, Wendell and Wild. Oh yeah, that was boring as fuck. What a massive <laughs> disappointment! Like it, it had like a bunch of plot threads that barely connected, and then they just like. Like, they try to connect them, but it's super weird. Because it's, like, anti-capitalist, but it's also about demons. And it's also about family. Like, inner <laughs> demons or, like, actual demons? Like, actual demons. <laughs> uh, so, well, I mean... And then it also deals with hair <laughs> Well, maybe it's, like, Night of the Living Dead where the zombies represent consumerism. There are no zombies. I know, but maybe the demons represent consumerism in some way. Or... Well, it's so weird because like the demons played by Key and Peele want to build a theme park. Yeah, you see, they they want to build a theme park to capitalize off of. No, they just think they can do it better. Like that's literally all that is. Their dad is like, "No, my theme park built," and then they're like, "No, we want to build a theme park," and he's like, "Fuck you! Now you have to, you have to put hair cream in my balding head <laughs> for the rest of eternity." And then he, like, shrinks him down. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yes, the animation's great, but that's about it. <laughs> it's metaphorical. You didn't understand. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. I feel like most people kind of agree with me when I look up reviews that they thought it was, like, fine. It's not, like, a must-see. Wasn't this Jordan? N- he only voiced a character. This is Henry Selleck, who did Oh yeah, the Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And Coraline. So here are two bangers. I haven't seen Coraline, but I've seen Nightmare Before Christmas. I thought it was produced by Jordan. Because it is produced yeah, by. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. I think it's only like executive produced though, so they just oh, like slapped yeah. his yeah. name on it to get money. Yeah. 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 Okay. He did that with the Twilight movie. <laughs> sure, he played the guy that would show up at the beginning, and then he just executive produced. What happened? What happened? Is that? Is the no. No, people, people, didn't like people it, right? did not like it. Oh, damn. The idea of him being the main guy was kind of funny, because then you just hear him trying to be all, like, deep and, like, weird voicey. But I think it just, by this point, Black Mirror was so big that it just felt like Black Mirror, and it felt derivative, despite it being the which kind of sucks, because some of the, the original Twilight Zone episodes are banger. Yeah, we even studied a lot of them in English classes. We did, because they're good! <laughs> yeah. Where the guy's, like, alone in the town. And then for some reason, there's aliens. <laughs> no, that's... Oh, no, that's the, the other he, one. He wakes up, it's a moon experiment. Oh, like they're, yeah. Like, they're studying isolation. That's the one where aliens get people to turn on each other. Oh, like I don't know. Was it like communism or something? They're like, oh, you're a communist. No, you're a communist. Or 
episode. But it was, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the second episode where, like, for some reason the town just turns against each other. Yeah. But then aliens are just in the background. Like, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we caused chaos. Damn, they must have been scared of some wacky shit back then. I agree, though. And now we're just scared of Cthulhu Eldritch Horrors when they're scared of alien. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you saw a three-foot alien, it'd be both funny and shit your pants scary at the same time. Right? I, ta- I talked about the dream before on the podcast. Like, yeah, the- I had a dream with the little fucking the tiny little goblin aliens that were like two feet tall that I fucking punted because they were oh, chasing what? me. There's a fucking crowd of them. I'm just like, get away from you, fucking murder. Aliens are invading. Puns. That would be funny, an alien movie, but they're all small aliens. (laughs) So it's a scrunland. They're aliens, basically. Are are Mogwai aliens? Or in that universe, do they just exist? They just exist. Okay. Yeah, they're from China. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're an experiment sent oh, to great. America. Oh, cool. All right, so... Did uh, you know the CIA is behind... What? <laughs> hey, what's that red dot? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Wendell Wiley gave, like, a five. Uh, I watched... Oh, damn, these next three I actually like. Okay, let's do the one that I least like. Goddamn. Okay, so I watched the new All Quiet on the Western Front, and it is certainly a war movie. <laughs> it's certainly a war movie. I like it more than something like 1917 or Hacksaw Ridge, because it isn't patriotic. It is very anti-patriotic. It, it strips the heroism from war. Which is a good thing. And in fact, heroism is shown in this movie to be really awful. Because literally, they make an armistead with France. Like, that's a that's the B-plot in the movie. And then all these people are about to, like, go home. And then a general shows up and like, Ha! When they least expect it, we're gonna send you to war. And they're like, wait, What? <laughs> The people that didn't agree got executed. The rest had to fight. And so, you see the main character literally just lose all life. You just see him be like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Like, you just see these people, like, absolutely not happy at all. And I think the whole point is that heroism is <laughs> crazy. I, 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 um... You know how they got the title for the for the the, the, the book in the well the book is titled something different but they, they got they got the title because because the author or I think it was the author he, he he was reading newspapers and and he um I don't remember who I think it was yeah he was reading newspapers from that time and he noticed how a lot of the newspapers didn't didn't have um they they were always saying how great the Germans were doing in the East, and they never talked about the West. So that's kind of a cool fun <laughs> fact, because it's all quiet on the Western Front. Crazy. Was like the worst part of the war was on the West. Yeah. 
And it shows. Like, there are a lot of scenes where... I think the beginning is pretty brutal, but for me, there's two fights that happen in the second and third act. The one in the second act, where the main character, like, loses his best friends. He never sees them again, because they just got separated. Oh, yeah. And he, like, sees people getting fucking torched, like, alive. And you see it, and it's really graphic. And then there's a scene at the end where there's, like, tanks, and you see them, like, one who gets trapped. Because, like, they're in the trenches, right? So a tank is driving over the trench, and some stuff falls on him. And then you just see the tank fucking crush him. And it's, like, really graphic. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> interesting. And, I mean, it's shot well, and it's got pretty great sound design. But for me, I didn't like the score. I think it was used at really bad. And it's also like a techno score for a movie set in 1917. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm glad we're seeing a resurgence in uh, World War One movies. That's I do too. The war that we need to talk about more because the uh, political climate was very interesting and how they uh, how they uh, also the dialogues kind of cringy at points. But the, anyway, you uh, can keep going. Yep. Yeah. Do they have? I know they used an all German cast. I'm they did. did yeah. They, it is like, a German movie. Oh, it is a German movie. So, okay. the original is American. Yeah. But it is about Germany still, right? Yeah. Okay. Do they speak English? Yeah. I got it. So. Yeah. They just, I think they just get German soldiers to act in the background, I think, and other soldiers. Sure. And also help. See, the original they won it. Best Picture for the third Oscars, and that was the second one. Oscars <laughs> Three years in, and they picked the same genre again. Oscars moment. I mean, I think... I'm curious to see the original, but I think this new one will be probably way more accessible for a lot of people, even yeah. if it is a German film, because it does have a lot of action scenes, and it is really bloody and violent. But I'm curious how people that really are, like, gung-ho about war movies are going to... I feel like this could easily be, no, like, something studied in, like, war films. It has subtitles. Oh, rip. We can't... We, we're American. We can't... We can't... We don't speak... They German. mentioned Americans once. Yeah, because we joined the last part, and then we took all the credit. Yep. <laughs> we won. Imagine showing from a different perspective that we were barely in the French and the British were holding the line and we just jumped in right at the end like, hey, as guys, they were already winning it's <laughs> like, have... because of us uh, yeah. ego moments <laughs> <laughs> they're just like what <laughs> and America's just like where are we fucking one let's go <laughs> I mean obviously we still lost a lot of people not oh, as yeah. much yeah but, uh, like World War One feels just like the Europe war, basically. Like, I know there is stuff that happened in, like, Africa, but most of it happened in Europe. It doesn't feel like World War One. It feels like Europe war plus a little bit of Africa and America. Because, <laughs> like, South Americans didn't get it. Why don't we ever talk about South America? They were involved. It, well, Canada was, too, with their two soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> we got this guy. Also, why does no one talk about the Korean War? 
Well, that's what the devotion you read is about. Yeah, we do Korean. need more Korean and more stuff. See, well, Matt, we don't talk about the Korean War because we got absolutely butt fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we don't See, talk we about won, the then we lost, then we won, and then we just stalemated for the next, like, 70 <laughs> years. Yeah. See, all 11 seasons of MASH were during the Korean War. What? An anti... Well, it's a comedy, and it's, yeah, it's an anti- kind of patriotic. No, I heard it was an anti-war. The first season that I watched, I've only seen the... I have all 11 seasons on DVD. See, we should watch them. It, it's instead a military hospital. Forcing right? you to watch... Yes, so instead of forcing you to watch Friends, I could force you to watch MASH. <laughs> no, that's Grey's Anatomy because it's a hospital. Um, it's a good hospital show. There you go. And I there was like a weekend where on cable we just we didn't wanna we didn't know what to watch. And so we found like an old T V channel and for like four hours it played Bugs Bunny cartoons and that shit slaps so hard. It's true, it's true they do. <laughs> Except when that hasn't aged very well. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are some that are so fucking funny. Like, I genuinely was, like, crying of laughter at points. Like, sure, they were edgy back then, but my god, some of them were so good. Like, modern Looney Tunes is so boring compared to, like, old time. Like, you got the guy who wants to fucking execute everything. You know, he's got the shot. Yeah, and it was only Bugs Bunny. It wasn't anyone else. Oh yeah. So there was no like road runner. Big Chungus. I saw that episode. Yeah. He. It was a. It was an episode where a guy. So okay. In that episode, Bugs Bunny tricks a guy into thinking he's at a park, even though he's not. And then he just kept changing forms randomly, and one of them was Big Chungus. I can't believe it's real. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god! And Ruby's like, what? It's like, big chunk! <laughs> and then she just like, she rolled her eyes. And I'm like, I don't care. This shit's awesome. <laughs> big chunk. And you I think about it, hit or hat could have seen that episode. <laughs> <laughs> big chunk. What a fucking goat. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. As I was trying to say, they showed off, like, teasers, like, they had the old, like, comedy show hosts, and they had, like, MASH, and they had, like, a bunch of old TV shows and stuff. I'm like, dude, I should just watch this forever. I don't know why I have Netflix. I should drop that and watch this. Yeah, there was, I remember watching an old TV channel, too. They would always play, um, uh, Bonanza, was it? That, that was a big one, yeah, and... Uh, they'd also play MASH, but I'd only watch the Lone Ranger on it. Oh, the OG. Yeah, dude, I yeah, like so much. The Lone... Was it really racist? I remember the movie being racist. Johnny Depp equals Native no. American. Oh, no, I was talking about the, the, the... There was a movie that they made. Oh, back in the day? I, it might have just been a bunch of episodes. like Oh, put together. Put together. But, yeah. I remember it being... Uh, also, why did they have Johnny Depp play Toad? Because they wanted Toad. another Bateman. Parts of the Caribbean. Gore Verbinski. 
Also, Army Hammer's in that movie. Just think about that. Army Hammer. there's a cannibal in that movie, too. <sighs> Disney. <laughs> Disney. Anywho. So, yeah. All Quiet on the Western Front, I would recommend. But also, I was kind of bored through a lot of it. Like, especially the scenes where it's just delegations. I was bored out of my fucking mind. But did it tackle the subject of uh, a, uh, war not as good as a lot of people? say uh, very good like very 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 early yes oh very early oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where they're just like you young men are gonna make us great and all the boys are like yeah and then like five minutes later they're getting fucking executed and there's like bodies getting shot and like they're like trying to dig up like starship <laughs> trying to dig up like spots for bo- i love how they structure it so there's the there's a main character in the first five minutes, and then he gets shot and killed, and then he ha- he gets a jacket that is brought back, and then the new main character who we see for the rest of the movie wears, and then right at the end, spoilers, so plug your ears. I don't know if you care. Oh, but, I, I already know how the original ends. Yeah, he gets he fucking dies, <laughs> and then you see a new kid show up. Who we saw like five minutes earlier, like throughout the scene. Oh, I don't know that. Well, now he yeah. collects a bunch of tags, like the original character did, and like the main character did. So it sort of feels like a cycle of sorts. Was a cycle of violence. <laughs> I, I I thought the original movie just stuck with the one protagonist. It probably does, but this movie like I, it is one protagonist. It's just the first five minutes has a different character. In the last, like, two minutes. I thought it was just the, the author's self-insert. Maybe. <laughs> Based on his own experiences from the research I've done. War. War never changes. It, it doesn't, except it does. Well, it's humanity's War. greatest sin, and we are doomed to repeat it. Humanity moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I would... Of these three that I'm about to talk about, I would probably recommend it the least. But also, that's just a personal thing. I still give it like an eight. Is, it's like a soft eight. Is war bad? War is bad. Crazy. And it doesn't fill you in with a bunch of propaganda like American Snack. It doesn't. No. Well, they tr- the delegates try to be like, war is bad, and it's going to murder a bunch of people. And, and like, we we should stop it so they won't die. But then like, they go to war anyways, and the main character gets stabbed in the heart, and then he fucking dies. Like I kind, by like, I never I didn't know anything about the plot or the original, but by like, like forty minutes in, I was like, okay, this guy's gonna die. There's no way he lives this long. <laughs> Right, like the trench warfare is insane. How does he keep running back and forth and surviving? I know the fact that yeah, just the whistle blows. I couldn't imagine. Like you have to run to your death, pretty much. And they're in a line. Yeah. Like they don't like scatter. They don't like try to crawl. Nothing. <laughs> they just like. And there's just shells. There were people that got stuck in some of those, sh- like, craters, and there were, like, 
they got infected because of a bunch of dead bodies and like shit and like rats in it. Like, oh, and they had to do a gas too. That too. That was. They didn't bring it up. They bring it up twice. Like right at the beginning, there's like a shell that goes off near them, but it isn't gas. But they think it is, so they put their gas masks on. And then there's a scene when the war is like about to end, where they walk into like an abandoned factory. There's like a bunch of German soldiers that are like dead in the room. There's like a hundred of them, and they took their gas masks masks off too early. They thought it dissipated, so like it's oh it's all fine, and then they get poisoned and die. So it's like oh my god, (laughs) yeah. I mean it's dark, and there's a lot of really great scenes that I can remember. There's a lawn take right at the beginning that I think is really good, but I think it's like a soft eight. It's paced kind of poorly. It's longer than the original, so I don't know what they added. I, I couldn't tell you either. Alright. So now I'm going to talk about Till. The, the Emmett Till movie. Emmett Till. But so also it's about mostly, it's mostly about his mom. Well, was it Oscar bait? Yes. It still but, is? Yeah, but also it made me cry. <laughs> like a couple times, actually. See, it's I only cried when the when the mom, like, did stuff. And, like, see, people were worried that it was going to be, like, trauma porn. Yeah. And I was worried about it. I'm so happy that they didn't show it happening. Like, they could have easily done that. But I'm glad that they treated it with respect enough to have it, like, this is still a little touchy, but they have it in a distance in a barn, so like you don't see them, you only hear them faintly. And there's like also score playing, so it's kind of hard to hear them. But you're just like, you know what's going down, and it's really just sad. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say the main actress is actually kind of incredible. Like maybe my favorite performance of this year that I've seen. Does she yell and scream? Um, I'm she ah. Uh, she cries. Improvements. <gasps> hey, it's better than just talking. Well, she does talk a lot. Like, she scream cries once because, like, yeah, her son died. You kind of feel that. Like, I was then worried they were going to show the body. And at first they don't. And I'm like, okay. Okay, you don't. And then they slowly lift the camera and you see it. And I'm like, oh, shit. And they, like, hide his face. And then they have the open casket. And then you see it. And it's, like, really heartbreaking. And also, just, like, the prosthetic work is great. But, like... Wait. Dark. <laughs> Very dark. It's a sad movie. The ending had me crying, bro. Because, like, she loses the trial to try and get the people that did it convicted. They lose almost immediately because it's white people in Mississippi. And so she just goes back to her apartment and she walks into her son's room and then, like, she has a memory of him and then, like, it ends. And I'm like, okay, this is where I cry. It's really powerful, but also I have problems with it. I, 
that, that, that ending kind of sounds corny to me. It does, but also they have the sad music playing at the same time. Oh, shit. But also... Why did you say so? I, oh, shit. Here's the thing. I, the score, I remember nothing about it, and it was played at some poor times, but it was also the same reason that I, like, it helped push the emotion at points. Score does its job moment. Crazy. Like, Whoopi Goldberg is in this movie. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. She's in it for five minutes, and you're like, why is she here? But there's a scene... Where she's like, it was my idea to, like, have him go to Mississippi. Like, it was my idea. And she's, like, grieving about the fact that she thinks it was her fault that she sent him to die. And, like, it's a really good scene. And then they console her. That's not your Not even really. Oh. (laughs) Like. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. It, it's... It's got its corny ass moments, and the music blares at points when it shouldn't. But there are like lawn take, like there's a courtroom lawn take that's like seven minutes long, where it's just her on the stand. It's like amazing. Like literally, Danielle Deadweiler is key, like Oscar-winning potential worthy shit, right? And that's why I don't think she'll get nominated for Academy Award. I couldn't tell you about the Academy. Um, I like she genuinely is probably my favorite performance I've seen this year, and it's just like right behind Paul Dano's Riddler, of course. Uh, no, I'd say Mich- Michelle Yeoh <laughs> because I'm weird. Nah, I, I have to say I have I have to say. I have to say that one guy from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Kihoi Kwan. Because oh, he's, he's funny. Excellent. Because <laughs> he's funny. Kihoi Kwan. There we go. I gotta remember that. Yeah, he's also gonna be in uh, Loki Season 2. Kihoi Kwan. Kihoi Kwan. Short Rock. <laughs> Short Rock. Um, yeah, I, I give it like an 8. Because there are some color saturation issues. <laughs> like, despite it being a very dark movie... There's okay. a bunch of colors, and it's, like, off-putting when, like, they're having this big, depressing, sad scene, and then someone's wearing a pink dress. Like, they couldn't have at all changed it. I thought yellow would be more off-putting, but, you know. Oh, they do have a lot of yellow <laughs> here, yeah. And there's, like, shots where you can tell the main character's on a green screen, and they're really weird. <laughs> yeah. It made me cry, but also it had some weird moments, so I'm Give it like an eight. No, I would watch again. I would watch it. I'd have to be in the right mood to oh, watch yeah, it. Again. You have to be in a d- depressive. I want to be in a. I. You know, I feel like this would be a movie that like my parents would like. Where immediately afterwards they'd get into politics because it very much is that kind of movie. Well, what would you debate about? Well, no, they they wouldn't debate. They'd just be like, you know, it's kind of racism. That, yeah, it's, it's kind of screwed that 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 they lost. Even though years later, the now that's a conspiracy. <laughs> Literally, though, like some of the dialogue is corny as shit. I don't know. I think it 
solely rests. What's emotional manipulation? Yeah, it works sometimes. <laughs> I don't think you'd cry, but I did because I was a bitch. Well, I mean, it's it's not about crying. It's about realizing that the movie is emotionally manipulating you. Yeah, <laughs> but it works. God damn it! Sometimes it's good to have that though. I mean, it's like Marley and me. Is it emotionally manipulating me by showing all these? And the dog dying with the sad music. <laughs> like, yes, it is emotionally manipulated, but also it works. No, I just, I don't know about, it's, isn't emotional manipulation just about forcing the audience to feel it? To feel, feel it, I guess. It kind of does that. It doesn't really leave room for interpretation. <laughs> I, I'm just going to. Intelligence. <laughs> Me. Zero. <laughs> okay. Oh, Reddit moment? Gone Girl. I have a fun story to leave. <laughs> what? My, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Drop dead Fred. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, are these just like funny? It's funny, so. Um, so I want to get into a discussion here. Uh, oh, oh no. Why are you on Reddit? This dude. Crash. Literally, that's not even wrong. Like, it's like, it feel bad. Well, it tr it emotionally manipulates you a lot into thinking like, oh, this guy's a prick, but then music plays later, and then he does an action, and it's like, oh, he's actually good. Just misunderstood. Oh. Like, that bad. sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. that is a very good... So, like, Abby in the last was part. Uh, what? Marley, Marley and me. me. Yep. What? Well, that's good. <laughs> Nostalgia. Marley and me is Kino. <laughs> How dare you? This is live action. Oh, nostalgic manipulation. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Right. I am Sam. Never... <laughs> that's <laughs> not okay. All right, all right, all right. I need you to leave this, because we need to talk about so something. I thought people loved that movie. That's true. Alright, so I watched Tar. Tar. Alright. I thought this was going to come out in January. I heard it came out in January, but I, I watched it. Um. So, in, last week, when you were talking about immortality, yeah. I said, oh, Tar is kind of like that, which was kind of baseless, so I'm going to retract that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Tar is very minimally <laughs> like Immortality. Uh, I also played Immortality, so I think we'll do these two simultaneously. Alright? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Immortality is in the name. It's about people, specifically one person, maybe two, if you yeah. count the director character. Oh, yeah. But yeah. about them trying to be immortalized in the cultural lexicon. However, the director too, specifically with the second movie. Oh yeah, I think so. Because they both had two conflicting visions. Ah uh, yeah, I think. Uh, for a lot of. Yeah, that that seems like straightforward. The biggest theme about it, and the directors have egos, and that's like kind of a part of the plot. 
And so I'm like, oh, that connects to Tar. Therefore, they're similar. I will say that the main character in Tar, yes, has an ego, but it's way different. So for me, Tar is more about, like, like modern issues as opposed to, like, cultural imprinting themselves that would last a long time. So Tar is about, with spoilers, alright, so it's about Lydia Tar, played by Kate Blanchett, who is an EGOT winning composer who is at the top of her game and you find out that she did some really shitty things and she it's about her fall from grace and basically her getting quote-unquote canceled they never ever say canceled thank god (laughs) what what did what did she do uh so she blacklisted a young composer that she was having an affair with and she basically made it so she would never work again and basically that led to this composer committing suicide because she could never find work and she blamed it on tar and then tar's assistant leaked the emails and that's how she gets canceled but also there was a scene early on where she's in where she's teaching like a college class and she gets into a debate with a student about like sort of art versus the artist debate. So the student is like, I don't like Bach because he's like a cis white guy. And Tar was like, well, that's a poor way to look at art, right? And she tries to like explain it. And he's just like, I just don't enjoy that what he was as a person. And it's hard for me to enjoy what he made because of it. And you're supposed to think that Tar absolutely fucking obliterated this kid, but the writer-director said that the kid won this debate. Interestingly enough. So I was like, huh, I wonder, like, for me, I am kind of able to separate the two, but I think it is an interesting debate, and that is what a lot of the movie is based on. So, like, Tar, as a character, is sort of, like, it encapsulates that debate. Where she's, like, this great person that did all of this great stuff, but then she's, like, a shitty person. So it's, like, do you forgive her and, like, just accept the art? Do you, like not like the art then because of what she did like sort of encapsulates that debate and i think that's kind of cool what about someone who makes shitty art but they're just funny and a good person keanu yeah um they don't talk about it so when i left the theater i told you that the ending involves monster hunter world yeah so here's how this goes (laughs) after she basically 
you know, beats the shit out of a composer in front of everyone, <laughs> uh, which is another thing that, you know, probably would have made sure she never worked again. Uh, she travels to an Asian country, and she, the final shot is she's about to compose something, and you're like, ooh, what is this? And then screens come down, and then narration happens, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? The last shot of the movie is of people in an audience wearing fandom uniforms of Monster Hunter World. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the credits roll. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so she becomes a composer of fan events. At the Holy. Oh, damn. That sucks. <laughs> oh, okay, I see now. I was like, so she works on Monster Hunter World? <laughs> Kate Blanchett is composing the Monster Hunter World sound- new DLC soundtrack? So, like, that threw me for a loop, but I remember seeing right at the very beginning. So, here's the thing. They start the movie with the credits. But instead of starting with, like, the actors, and then some of the tech people, and then the director-writer, they start with the acknowledgements and the trademarks. And they basically do the credits back. So you see, like, the sound designers first. You see, like, the production designers. You see the the trademarks. And the last thing you see is the director. And I was like, huh, interesting way to start a movie. But I think it is an interesting idea. Because the movie is about kind of ego also. This, like, egotistical person would do anything to stay on top. And her entire identity is, like, warped to trying to be this, like, most powerful person. And her ego is a huge part of it. She just got super inflated because of all of her achievements and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the trailers were shit. As to how I'm describing it? Because what I picked up from the trailers was just going to be some sort of metaphorical, weird (laughs) rambling about smoking. Or something. That no. shot is not in the movie. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the movie seems a lot more straightforward. straightforward yeah, it is. <laughs> like that's why I was turned off by it because the trailers looked a lot more artsy. I'm sure it's still artistic. But. It is like it. People when they watched it said it's like Kubrickian in its pacing, and I would agree. There are it, the entire movie is really slow, but I never felt the time because I was like so engaged by it (laughs) like literally like there are multiple like 10 minute long one takes like a large majority of the movie is long takes and that's like very Kubrickian (laughs) and I'm guessing you're a long take fan oh I do (laughs) love me some long takes it's like as I, when I mentioned the scene of the college debate, that entire scene is a long take. That's like twelve minutes. So like what? It's just back and the. And it like moves around too. So like it starts off on the stage, and then it goes to the side, then it pans to like the audience, and it comes like back and forth. And it's like really slow, and there's like oh, screenshot-worthy moments, bro. <laughs> 
where she's like standing in front of the audience and shit. I was like, oh my god, oh the Lord. Like so good. So, back, back, so good. Back to the debate. What you're talking is like, let's just say she's on the right side, right? And then she's talking, but then it slowly pans over to the kid that she's talking to. To the kid she's talking to. You still he hear starts. Sometimes he doesn't. You just hear yeah, her okay. off in the back. And then she comes into the frame. And then like he just says something and then it cuts to her. And then she goes to the audience and then says something funny and then goes up to the stage again. Like the staging in this movie is insane. I can picture that. So yeah, weird. like I genuinely thought this was going to be a lot more like the Green Knight. Yeah, that's. I, and know, I was I, thinking more Midsummer or Hereditary. Maybe. Like, yeah, the first trailers really are misleading. And I, I, I love those trailers, but in the context of what it's showing off for the movie, yeah, that's not great. <laughs> Honestly, the only trailer that represents the movie well is the last one, the third one. Yeah, I didn't watch the third one. I showed you the third one. We Did talked I? about oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I probably wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I mean, I could keep talking about this movie for a long ass time. Kate Blanchett is great because no duck. I think the direction is stellar. I think the writing, they the opening, like 20 minutes, is her on a talk show, and there's so much music theory, and I, I'm, I don't know any of that, but I was so enthralled by how they talked about it. Like, it's genuinely so impressive how they're able to get all this dialogue out. There are points where it feels like a horror movie, but it never commits, it just leaves you with a little bit of that suspense. So there's this woman that she starts trying to, like, be with. Because a large part of her character is that she has affairs from her life with young women. And she tries to do it with this cello player. And so this cello player, quote-unquote, like, lives in this, like, really old abandoned area. And the cello player left, like a teddy bear or something in her car. So Kate Blanchett brings it into this abandoned area. And you hear second footsteps. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you turn around and like you see like a black animal in like shadow. And then you don't know what it is. I thought it was either like a deer or like a dog. Like I don't really know. And then Kate Blanchett runs up the stairs and then breaks her fucking head open. <laughs> oh, never mind. Sounds trippy. <laughs> it's not. That's like the ones... And it's super slow, too. Like, it builds suspense. Also, there is no score in this movie. So, oh, there's no music? So, yeah, she plays music from her composition that she's remaking. But that music existed hundreds of years ago. And then I heard Hildur Gunnadotir made the score. But the entire movie, it's musicless unless she's playing. So I'm like, where the fuck is Hildur Gunnadotir? But then I find out they did something wacky, right? What she contributed to the movie was that she did a lot of the sound design as music. So there are a lot of scenes where she gets up late at night and she's hearing like a 
ticking noise. That's the score. But it's like in the plot. Like they apparently did something similar with like Darren Aronofsky's like mother. Or like originally Johan Johansson, creative name had had like a score planned, but then after a year, the composer was like, you know what? The best thing for this movie is if there was no music. And so then he made it so he did like sound design work as the score. Which is like really trippy. And like that's I've never really seen that before. I haven't seen Mother, so this is like the first instance of it. So like really trippy and really good. Nine out of ten. (laughs) Like, I would recommend it to kind of anyone. I feel like it would be an interesting debate like afterwards like what people thought it meant. Because there are some really funny takes on Twitter that I've read since. (laughs) Kate Blanchett deserved a second chance. There were people that brought up like, oh, she shouldn't they should have recognized her for her achievements as a woman, but the whole, like, a large chunk of the movie is that Kate Blanchett, like, did all this work to, like, try and not bring gender into it. She just was a good composer in general, not just woman composer. And, like, I don't know. There's a lot more to it, but I think I've said a lot already. And I think it's really great. And I feel like you would like it. If you were in the right mood for it. I'm in the mood for Whiplash. That's kind of it. <laughs> oh, Whiplash! Oh my god! That's kind of it. Dude, Whiplash is a 10 out of 10 thing. Oh my god. It's like not even a joke. It's Damien Chazelle's best. Anyway. So here's where I kind of connected to, to Immortality. Because of Ego. They both have characters... I feel like Tar more so, that are, like, power and ego-based. Anywho, I played Immortality, and I thought it was good. Not Masterpiece, like you think so. This one's very hard. I think it's the game, I think it's game of the year because uh, it's a unique, well, look, 10 out of 10s, I I should rephrase, I, I don't think it's like, masterpiece shit. It's like, this is what this particular set of media should strive to be. Sure. I know. So I'm a bit, bit more lenient on 10 out of 10s, because nothing is perfect. It's just, I, I think, would disagree. I, I would think, disagree. I think what, what, what gives it the 10 is like, this is what, like, God of War is a perfect example. Like, I do think game design-wise it is perfect. Like, narratively, sure, there could be some issues, but I, I think everything connects very well together, and they clearly had a clear direction. And they had all the teams working together. But Crazy! It's as if that's how game design works. Um, that is what action-adventure games should be. I feel like that's a better example of action-adventure than something like, like Red Dead. Yeah. That's just straight-up, like, RPG light. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It's Like, yeah, the it's endings change depending on the way you act. 
looped. There's a bunch more mechanics and stuff that often are not great, but you know, or like, or like, or like, bully. I funny game, but I think that's what every Rockstar game should be. Is their, their funny style game? is <laughs> archaic funny game. Like it's a game. It feels like a game you play at the arcade. Sure, with your friends watching. You know, you take turns. Not dense lore, seventy-hour campaign. Yeah, no thanks, I'm good. I'll pass on that. I'll pass. Yeah, Immortality, even though when I checked, it only took me six hours to beat it. It took me eight. <laughs> yeah, I... I checked, yeah. I, I... For me, it had, like, a pacing issue, where, like, after the beginning, where I was getting a bunch of stuff, it sort of just felt like I was going in circles. Maybe that's, like, the point. Yeah, I saw that as the point. Because, like, when something new popped up, I was like, oh, shit, it's a new thing. I wonder what I'm going to solve, and it's nothing. It's just, like, a cat knocking over a, <laughs> a base or something. Like, yeah, the cat walks by in the shot, and they have to redo it. <laughs> yeah, but... It's like, I wonder what this leads to. <laughs> also, I didn't get as many achievements as you. I got, like, 18. Yeah, I looked up some of the achievements, because... I deleted not? it, because I'm not going to play it again. Yeah, I'm not going to play it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, here's the thing. I got... This is a the... one-time. Yeah, I got the main ending, right? The one where she's a vegetable and then gets burned alive. Yeah. I and thought I thought that was See, the reason why I thought I finished the game was because I thought that that was like a like just for the movie, just like a fake. Oh, dummy. sure. But then I got the achievement and then I'm like, "Oh, is this the end?" But the credits didn't roll for me. Sure. So, I kept playing, but then I realized that that was the ending. That was the ending. <laughs> and then here's where I can't... Like, I got that. And I was like... I had to follow the fire. Yeah. So I started with the candle. Then it went to cigarettes. Then it went to a lighter. And then that went to that scene. Because you told me follow fruit and art. And then I did. And then, like, not much happened. Like, sure, I got achievements for them. But I'm like, I'm not getting anything. And I just followed fire. Yeah, that she just I, set up I didn't fire. want you to follow fire because that would have just led you straight to the ending. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been that would have made my runtime like an hour shorter. But <laughs> you would have missed out on so much. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, and then okay, I backed out because it was like I got this. This is not the ending. This is how she dies. Where's the achievement? And so I hit back, and then I got the achievement, and then. Because my curse was over, it disappeared. I was like, wait, what the fuck? And then I saw that it was black and white. And so I moved it, and then I, that disappeared. I'm like, what the hell? So then I just, like, held it, and then just went through all the footage. And then I saw that it was her. And I'm like, ooh, what's this? Is And then she said, I'm part of you now. And that's it. And then she started crying. And then the credits rolled. I'm like, what? And then the achievement came up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, I don't know how I got it. I, I, yeah. I don't know how I See, got I, it. I didn't get that. And I saw people on YouTube got it, and they're like, oh, you have to get all of these all of these clips and their secret clips within them. And I'm like, I already got all those. And then I did it happened. in this order like three times for the past hour. Sure. And I didn't get it, so I wondered if I skipped it, which I guess, fine, I'd consider it a flaw and drop it to a nine, but it's still my game of the year, right? Sure. Like, like, I kind of get what it meant, because, like, the the one, the woman in black and white, sometimes call her, in the 70s specifically,
or also the final scene if you do it backwards, like when she set on fire, the one is there also. But like mostly in black and white, and like she takes control of Marissa because like she wants to get closer to humanity, and the other one is like, "Not nah, humanity's fucking stupid," and then they just keep going. But then like their bodies disintegrate, and then she becomes vegetable at the end. Wait, they disintegrate? Yeah, I read that like when she like just started bleeding, it's because like her body was like breaking apart. Because like the one was in it for too long. Oh, like like that. Oh, like when they're um with the apples, right? And then she's bleeding from her nose. Well, like you got the bar scene, right? There's a scene where Marissa is sitting at the bar doing a scene, and the woman, the other main woman in the third movie, is there, and, like, the, this is contextualized in this fake movie as they killed the twin or something. Yeah, that movie was confusing. Yeah, and then, so, it was the body double that was being sent, tricked by the woman that killed the original to frame the dude or something. Yeah, this f- fake third movie was fucking shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it genuinely is, like, a shitty movie. But the bar scene, in context in the scene, Marissa gets the file, she reads it, and then she stands up, and then just blood pours from, like, her scalp down. And then, like, they call John, the director. It's so, like... No, I did not get that scene. You didn't? No. I had that for, like, two hours before I no, finished I didn't get it. That. That's probably why I didn't finish it. I did not get that scene. I don't know how I found it. I just found it. So, yeah. I feel like that gives a little bit more context also with the woman setting Marissa on fire. Because, like, she's slowly... Because that was the other one controlling this person. So she was like, oh, well, this human wanted to be immortalized. So we're just going to set her on fire, and then her death will be known. But then it wasn't until the people found out. And so the other was like, yo, you found this footage, so I'm part of you now. Because she's like, she needed a new so she took hold of you, who was looking through the footage and probably is going to get really fucking famous for it. So, like, that's how I saw the ending. It's like a cycle of, like, people trying to be immortalized in the cultural lexicon. But, like, the price they got to pay for it is they'll probably fucking die by getting set on fire or their bodies coming apart. Well, th- yeah, did you get the... Did you get the- the, the one with, um, was her name Amy? Like, she watches the second movie in the theater and then it pans out. Probably. I did no. not get that no. one. Well, there, there's one that sort of represents, like, um, it, it represents auteurism. Like, other artists watch other artists and they're like, hey, I'm going to be an artist now. You know? Sure. That too, which I think ties in with that also. But you can also look at it the same way. Yeah. Like, I mean, you watch these the, the, the archive footage and you're like, wow, this is art, bro. 
and then there's art. Like, I can just imagine them making a sequel. Because literally, the next game the game director is making is called Ambrosio. Is it? Yeah. I'm like, wait, no way. And then I saw it, and it's like, yeah, it's called Ambrosio. Or at least... Already? Also, gotta say, my favorite of the three fake movies is the first one. I would agree. Because even though I yeah. don't know biblical shit much at all, I thought that was the one that was shot the best, despite it being supposed to be in the late 60s. Like, the, the one where it's just the single tree, and it's the... It's just a... Like a long shot. It's a really long shot. Or the one where he's falling, that one was pretty funny. Did you get that one? I didn't get that one. No, it's just Tim <laughs> I looked it up. I got 80%, no, 85% of the third movie. And you still didn't understand the third movie? Yeah, I still didn't understand what was going on. I got 70% of the, the second movie, and I got 60 of the first movie. So I missed a lot yeah, in the first I, I think I got most of the first one. And I missed a lot from the third one. See, when I beat it, there were, like, the secret achievements, and I just hit reveal secret. It's like, I don't care, you know? And then I saw it, and, you know, there was a part of me that was like, I kind of want to get the rest of at least the third movie, because I am really close to getting it all. But then, like, I just kept going in circles, and wasn't really sure what to follow. Yeah. So then it was kind of just like, all right, I got the secret ending. I'm done. Well, well, just, yeah, because it's just an algorithm that's like, hey, this face, what does it look like? Oh, it's this scene. I already got this scene. Yeah. Okay. It's just randomized. So, um, what was the first clip you started out with? Did we all start out with the same? What'd you start? I started with a talk talk show. I think I did too. Oh, so we must all start out with a talk show. But. I don't think you were able to reverse yet, or like nothing would have showed up if you reversed yet. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So that was done on purpose. I, if it wasn't, I thought that would have been kind of cool. But okay, because I didn't discover the whole secret stuff until the the second movie where she's being talked to by the detective. Sure. Yeah. yeah. When I found out, it was the behind the scenes of the first movie, and like. I forgot that I could go backwards as a mechanic. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go backwards. And then I heard like the <laughs> yeah. and like, what the hell is that? And then I saw this woman show up. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I got like really scared. And then when I tried to pause image, it didn't stay. So I'm like, is this footage corrupted or some shit? Am I missing something? But then I realized I could go frame by frame. So then I just held the frame button. Yeah, and then it just that. like, built into it and then she showed up and like yo what the hell that's kind of cool and then so it made me judge like every single piece of footage i had gotten thus far so i'm like oh my god does this one have it like like i said the initial part is so cool and then like you go and like ooh, does this one have it and then you just go backwards and like oh shit there is one <laughs> yeah yeah like that was awesome but then that mechanic started wearing off and it just felt like i was getting the same stuff like, even backwards, like, I'd forget that I did one backwards, so I'd do it, and I'm like, oh, wait, I already have it. 
damn it. So, like... Or, um, some of them are just straight up pointless, like the one where she ballet dances. Did you get that one? I did get that one. Yeah. I was like, is, is it over that you <laughs> Please be done. Is this symbolic or something? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I just think it, it pacing-wise, it, it had a great beginning, but then by the end, I was just like, that sure is an interactive game. <laughs> I wanted to watch all the movie stuff. Oh, like on like YouTube after, or something? yeah. That would be... I genuinely don't know how the fuck I got the secret ending. Like, I don't know what I got compared to what you didn't. Because you had more achievements no, I, than I did. That's what your yours is, the ending. I know, because they cut to credits. <laughs> I didn't get the ending, and I just... I literally just gave up. Because I looked at the list that people had online... Because there's like secret, and there's like secret footage inside of the secret footage, and I'm like following it exactly the way. That See people what are I, saying, and like, you you I did go backwards it. on the scene where she was set on fire, right? That's what I did. <laughs> That's how I got it. I'm trying to think because I got that scene. I'm like, oh, is that it? So I went to the very beginning, oh, yeah, I did. watched it all, and then yeah. I went backwards, and then it told you to go forwards once, and then to go backwards again. Or you have to do it back and forth multiple times. Yeah. That's probably where I failed then. Because, like, you hear that, like, multiple times in this secret footage. So then by the fourth version, it was just back to the normal footage. I backed down, and I got the secret ending. So tomorrow morning, I'll finish this then. <laughs> It'll be like... Oh, you're gonna reinstall it, or did you not? No, I didn't. It? I didn't delete it yet, but I will eventually. So maybe I'll just do it for the achievement. Cause yeah. I already looked up the ending, cause I was just wondering if I actually got it or not, and I just missed it. So like, you, you we are c able to compare like trophies or whatever. Like, yeah, you got like what happened to John Durick, or like what happened to Amy Archer. I tried those, and I just couldn't find any. Did you figure out what happened to John, though, right? No. I don't know. Wait, what happened? <laughs> well, you got the, the one of the secret visuals where, like, they're talking on the bed. The oh, one like, that's talking to him on the bed. So, do you mean, like, right when, like, before they start shooting? Or, like, a scene where it's, yeah, it's like, the two actors where, where and, and you go backwards? The two actors, yeah. yeah, I got that one. Yeah, and then she chokes him. Is that what happened? Yeah. Because I, I had the one where it's like, still frame, the two yeah. actors in the bed, you go backwards, and they're talking. The other one is like, why do you like humanity so much? And then she says something, and then he says something, and then it just ends. Like, I don't know if there was more to that or not. No, there, there's one where the two act, like, not the actors, but like, in the movie, for the movie, they're, they're, they're doing it. And she's oh, they're banging? Them. Oh, yeah. the two actors? Like, in the movie. Like, the artist and the lady. Whoever she plays. I forgot her name. They're banging, and she's like, no! They, no, they're banging in real life, I think. Because, like, they're trying to improvise, and he's like, they're like, oh, yeah, he finds it a kink that, or something, that she hates his art, and that, you know, humiliation. Oh, sure. Yeah, I did not get that. Like, yeah. she, I feel like... This might be a part of the thing that he was trying to go for. Where it's like, what did you get for footage? What did I get for footage? And it's like, 
unless you're a gamer bro and you got all all of the footage. I feel like this is a like a discussion that the game writer director might have wanted. Yeah. Sort of like comparing what they thought, like what each footage meant, like how I got the bar scene, and then I followed a pigeon, and that's supposed I to represent the devil, pigeon. and then you got like actual important shit like Amy Archer and John Derrick. Amy, no, not um. There's Amy one... Archer's the main yeah. actress in the third one that isn't Marissa, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's one there's one that was. I, I looked it up, but I think it was Ruby or something. She and the achievement is like she was the original love interest or whatever. And she like literally is only in like three scenes, and she has like two lines of dialogue. She's like the DP, right? Yeah. The person. Yeah. They have one big scene with the detective. But that's kind. Yeah, of I it. did get that. Yeah. Trophy, and then there was a bunch of random characters, and I was like, "What the fuck did they mean?" And then I just like followed them, and I got the achievement. But you followed the crew members too, right? I only got, I don't, I apparently there's, only found one. Apparently, for that too. With all five of them, I, I, I you you got did you get the? I got a couple. Like I got the three DPs, and I got like two random ones. But I didn't get an achievement that said follow these five people. They didn't tell you the five people, and then when it told me my progress, it said only twenty percent. Yeah. So, like, apparently the five of the people I've been following weren't them. <laughs> like, okay. It's just, yeah, you just follow them. Um, you discovered all of Marissa's roles, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, the soap person. Yeah. Then, Ambrosio lady. Then, detective love interest lady. And then, singer lady. Yeah, I got all. I got all four of them. Yeah, another thing about Ambrosio is definitely. Honestly, in terms of quality, it goes one, two, three. And I feel like that might have been the point. Yeah. Like, her career started off so strong, but then, like, because of events, it just... Why was that movie canceled? The first one? Yeah, I I think you asked me the same question. Yeah. I was like, the second one is because one of the actors accidentally got shot with a blank, which is relevant. Thanks, Alec Baldwin. But then, you like, the third one is because Marissa also died. I don't know if everyone saw that footage and that's why it was cancelled or if just it got cancelled for a different reason I don't know if I tell us I think I assumed I assumed it was just because he didn't think the director didn't think it was perfect enough but then why not go back for reshoots (laughs) (laughs) Uh, too much money (laughs) that's true but like yeah I think but there was so much missing in the first one too like you didn't see like, that a first film, I actually knew the plot. Yeah. Unlike the third one. <laughs> the third one's actually so <laughs> I'm like, so wait, there's a body? I know, body she gets sexually ex- assaulted. And then she, like, it's a revenge plot also? <laughs> and then there's, like, 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 like betrayal? Wait, what? she's a good swimmer. And I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean? Back up. <laughs> yeah, the second movie... Was pretty straightforward, except I didn't know who the bad guy was. First, or I just don't care. I don't know. There wasn't a bad guy in the first one. No, I mean the second one. Oh, the second one. Oh, the, the detective. Oh, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but it was revealed that it was actually her. Oh, the main person. That's the lady. Marissa. Yeah, she did. Oh wait, 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 wait! I think I might remember now. Yeah. 
Because then he's like, I won't turn you in then. Yeah, she was just wearing a fucking mustache. <laughs> Fake mustache. And then the yeah, final shot of the movie apparently is her like at that museum and she turns around. So she like gets off scot-free. Yeah. You got that secret scene too, right? With the bodies. All the different bodies that the one had? Or no. Well, this was this was actually one of the first scenes I got, which was interesting. But that scene where she's, you know, and then the hallway, then the two. There's a secret clip, um, one of the frame by frame ones, where if you, you know, get the right. Frame, oh, were they doing the chase scene? No, it's, it's like it's a, it's still her in the art gallery, and then it's the two faces, and then the two faces disappear and they're replaced by the two dead bodies, John and the other guy. I don't think I got. It. Yeah, I don't think I reversed. I was. On that one. It was super eerie when I first saw it, because, like, one corpse had the bullet hole and the other one was, like, mutilated around the neck, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, I'll bring up to an 8.5 to this discussion. <laughs> uh, I was, like, a soft 8, but now that I'm talking about it more, and I'm, like, going through it in my head, I'm like, okay. It's not I, I as... I want to see his other games, because I hear they're really like her story specific. I haven't heard anything from Telling Lies, but it's I, called Tell Me Lies. Oh, like Tell Me Lies. Funny oh. meme song. Oh. <laughs> tell me lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that game's got like Alexandra Ship and Logan Marshall Green, which is like a stacked cast, by the way. Because her story, you actually have to like analyze the dialogue. Like right yeah, that sounds like way ads. more difficult. <laughs> like you have a fake desktop. And you have to search through files. Uh, this looks like <laughs> work. So. But there is different. Now things. that I've actually played it, I feel even more confident that it, it's going to win narrative and win actress, but it's not going to get into game of the year. I don't know why I feel so confident. And I might be an idiot for it, but they're going to pull a her story. They're going to literally pull the exact same thing. Oh, okay. We're like, Oh, this is in our cup of tea. We're gonna nominate random shit, and then they're gonna nominate something like The Last of Us Part One over it, and then everyone's like, "Why?" But then it's gonna win narrative and actress because there's no competition, and people are like, "Then why didn't you nominate?" Well, I personally think actress is deserved. I agree, or just performance because yeah, they performance. blow. I agree. The main lady's great. Everyone else, except for maybe John Dirk's kind of a little bit. Yeah. Like, I could slide the one because her presence was I was there, but like, yeah, she was just kind of like, yes, okay. I am the bad guy. Kinda. I did this, and, and now I ballet. <laughs> now I ballet. Um, yeah. Also, the score was put into some pretty stupid points. Like, I know it just randomly kicked up, but there were points where I couldn't hear anything anyone was saying, and the music was just blaring, and I'm like, calm down! I'm trying to listen to this! And then just, like, I'd have to go back to the footage later, because like, I just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Especially, like, when new footage came in, I want to listen to it, you know? And they're just like, no, music. <laughs> and then they just blare it. I'm like, dude, stop, chill out. <laughs> Yeah, that, there was a big mix-in issue. It's not even that the music's bad, but I, it was just misused. Except 
No, I, I agree. There are some points where it's used well, but, like, yeah. When just, like, randomly going through footage and, like, the... Also, there is, like, some upbeat music playing to some really depressing I, shit. <laughs> I, I think they just use random score bits or whatever. Like, would we nominate it at our personal one? I don't think I would. Not, not for honest. score? No. Nah, probably not. No. Like, personally, it's, like, it's not bad, but I don't remember much of it other than it just was misused yeah i because i guarantee this game is a lot of randomization so they just kind of just didn't really care maybe maybe well, just, it was, was like you have to go back to it or something yeah it was an after well maybe the music was supposed to cover up like the loud blaring noise that plays when you oh to like trick into thinking there wasn't one yeah or, or there is one too or there, there was some. There was a brand. Uh, there was a sequence. I forgot which clip I had to follow, but there was a clip where when I went backwards, it wasn't the one. It wasn't the other one. It was just some random guy chained up. Oh, you missed that one. You wait. What? You missed. There was. There was one where she. Oh, I don't exactly remember where she went through a bunch of other of the other people that she was like possessed that she possessed oh because like i kept going like forward because yeah. i kept hearing it and then it was a different person the third time it was her it was black and white they were like chained up look like mossy or something and they're like up against the wall they they wake up they say something and then they just like go back oh i did not get that i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> and then like I went forward, and it was a different guy. I'm like, okay. And went forward again, or I guess backwards again. Yeah. And it was the one. Like, some of it just didn't make sense. Well, because I didn't know the con like context for some of it. There are, like, two or three, maybe four scenes that show all the other people that she has possessed, and I think that might have been one. Like, there's one where she's just standing in a mirror, and you just go through a bunch of people. There's one where she's just... It's just a shot of, like, the slave person that she was at one point, of the dude just looking around. The slave person? Yeah, she was, well, she was a slave, yeah. She, like, in a past life. Oh! I think that might have been the first person to show up in this black and white one. Because I didn't, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. see him ever again. Yeah. I'm like, who the hell is yeah. this guy? But that, that must have been, like, a side thing, because I only got the two. There was just one with that guy. You yeah, see, and like, for me, a, a different issue is like, what's important and what isn't? I mean, obviously, the fucking moment the cat's not important. <laughs> that's a joke. That's the most important one shot in the entire, <laughs> entire game. The entire game. game. Would you nominate this for direction? Yeah. I feel like I might. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. Although I, I'm, I'm gonna probably prioritize Sifu and Neon White. Okay. Personally, from what I've seen. Oh, that's fine. I, I have it more for rate. Um, I have, I would have it higher for name recognition if it was like that. Just the game awards for name recognition only. I'm saying like our but, personal one. Yeah, for a personal one. I'd have it there, but I haven't played too much games from this year. I've been trying to, but games are long, bro. They take forever. 
Especially the games I want to play. They took 20 to 30 hours to beat. Like, I, like, people have played, like, the first five hours of God of War, and it literally seems like they've barely done anything. I'm like, oh my god, this is like a four-hour <laughs> fucking game. Oh, you didn't hear? Wait, what? 50 hours, 100% completion. Well, I don't 100% it, though. Yeah. And 50 hours isn't that bad for 100%. It's I a just hope it's as short and sweet like the first one. It doesn't take a lot to 100% the original. I know, but like, just the... Uh, oh, the, the story itself. Yeah. Well, you do go to all nine rooms this time, so I feel like there might be more collectible stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll still probably be linear. But yeah, I don't know. I like Immortality, but I feel like, again, I guess I haven't played that many games. But like, of what will nominate, I feel like it's, it's solid. That's my <laughs> It's very solid. It's my game of the year until something comes out in November. Maybe it's God of War. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's the Callisto Protocol. Maybe that's December. Well, we do ours in January. And I'm pretty sure so. it's $70. And if it's $70... And also PlayStation. It's already Man, I'm not spending $700... 700? Yeah, no way. bucks on a game that's... But Josh Dumel. That's the joke. Kevin Fukuhara. That's the only... That's the true truth. <laughs> I'm not buying a $70 game that's a Dead Space knockoff. But you literally have one of the... So the one of the lines in Dead Space is shoot the limbs. I told you about that, I think, okay. in my review. And then the Calypso Protocol is like, shoot the tentacles. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Aren't you like on an abandoned moon on Jupiter where like they have a prison? Yeah. Like That's a cool-ass concept. Yeah, but, but that space, you're in an abandoned mining station, and you're there to go visit your girlfriend. Hot! turns out she's dead. No, crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I have a few things left. I guess. I'll tell you what the three are. One's like a funny Halloween question. Favorite candy. Because it makes sense, you know. What's your favorite candies? Um, we tried Reboot Living Dead. And then I updated my Oscar predictions, which I wouldn't do again until, like, January. Because I want to see everything else. Also, by that point, stuff's already happening, so I just won't be able to. Do you want to add any of this? No. We're not doing an Oscars this week, though. Yeah, I... We'll update it, but... Yeah. So, So, alright. We'll do the funny uh, Halloween question first. Alright, so... My favorite candy is, like... I don't get the hate for Oscar. I don't either. They think the chocolate yeah. sucks, but the caramel's great. I'm like, but both are good. Like, I don't know what to tell. People hate Whoppers, and I yeah, fucking I love, love Whoppers. Whoppers too. <laughs> like, I love Whoppers Literally, too. people think Dots are great. It's like, no. no. Dots Whop- are boring. Whoppers are coconut, too. And I, I usually don't like coconut. I have never tasted yeah. coconut in a Whopper. But if coconut's in it, then damn, that's the only coconut thing I like. Maybe because it's not pronounced. I don't know. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I like M&M's. Dude, M&M's, I'll eat an entire fucking... 
Are you a Skittles dude? No, I fucking hate Skittles. Here's the thing. They're both owned by the same company. But one has funny advertisements, while the other doesn't. It's Skittles. <laughs> well, Skittles had that one that played at the movie theater, right? Where they got zits and shit <laughs> all over them. And then, like, she picks up and eats it. It's just fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, imagine getting a disease where you just start, like, getting <laughs> colorful zits. And someone picks one off of you and eats it. Like, that's fucking disgusting. Like, why would you do that? Um, you've mentioned you hate Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. I love I Tootsie Rolls. I, I, I don't like Tootsie Rolls. They taste like shit and they look like shit. <laughs> I agree they look like shit, but damn it, they taste good. No. I hate the t- Are you a nerds, bro? Yeah, I am. <laughs> nerds! <laughs> but I, I we should the- just buy, like, 17 big bags of candy. Just <laughs> consume. For a lot of food, it's not really the flavor. It's the texture that puts me off. Like, turkey. Like, turkey's not bad. It's just that's so dry. I agree. So Like, I even think- with gravy, I can't have it. Oh, I'm fine with gravy. I just, like, I don't like gravy. Like, that literally makes me gag because it's, like, thick. And then mix with something like mashed potatoes, which is already thick. I feel like I'm swallowing, like, gag. And it makes me gag. And I'm like, no, this is disgusting. So then I just have, like, cheesy mashed potatoes instead. Oh, that's yeah. just slaps. That's just slaps. But, yeah, that's me with Tootsie Rolls, which is kind of like Laffy Taffy, that texture. I or, I yeah. hate, yeah, the texture is, like, so sticky. Taffy. Yeah, Taffy. Bro, in general, yeah. do you like sea salt Taffy? Uh, I haven't had sea salt taffy. But I, I don't like the taffy texture. Sure. But sea salt is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll just drink So, like, alright, what about, like, some of the candy bars? Like, what's your favorite candy bar? I, I don't know if Reese's counts. It's, like, a different yeah. kind of thing. Reese's is, like, on a whole other level. So I hate Reese's. I hate the fake peanut butter taste. I love, I, I love Reese's. Um, as it's, like, fake chocolate, too. I guess it's all of it's fake chocolate, basically. As, as for bars, I'm just gonna go with generic, like, like, is it Crackle, right, or something that's got like the chocolate bar with the. What you mean crunch? Bar. Crunch, yeah, yeah, crunch, yeah, yeah. Crunch is like boring, but I kind of like it. Yeah, or I'm, I know Kit Kats are very boring, but Kit Kats are. Boring. <laughs> but yeah, my have you my favorite candy bars? Have you ever had Whatchamacallits? I've heard of them. I I bought it because it had a funny name. <laughs> Whatchamacallits? But it it's. I, 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 it's great. Yeah, it's great. I, I mean, I know why people like Hershey's, but it's literally just chocolate. There's not like any crunch or like anything on it. No. I love Milky Ways. I yeah. could eat like 50 billion Milky Ways. I, that, Milky Ways and uh, Snickers and, um, what's the other, the golden one? Rolos? That's not a problem. No, not Rolos, but you always get them for Snickers. There's the golden one. What's the, we're look up candy. You'll have to figure it out. That you always get for... But anyways, you know, it's one of the... Yeah, I, oh, is it Snickers? Yeah, Snickers and Milky Ways are the ones that I never really... I'd leave at the bottom of my candy thing and not eat them. Sure. But like, I've grown very much attached to them. Oh, wow. There's a lot. Um, all right. Well, I can purchase... I get free shipping if I spend over $100 on candy. What a Ooh. steal! <laughs> what a steal! Yo, Jack Daniels Candy, you signed me up. <laughs> oh my god, this Jim, sounds rough. Jim Candy. 
Let's see here. Uh, oh, Airheads. What do you think of Airheads? I used to like them, but I haven't had them like 20 years. But it's also the hard. Hard. Especially when you get them old. <laughs> yeah, Pop rocks bad. are great. You just hear... <laughs> and I'm like, great. <laughs> yes. Yo, remember Razzles? Yeah, I got... You know, I didn't get them until I was older, like a teenager. So do you remember in so. school, the pro... Like, elementary, like preschool, the re... If you read enough books, you got a free, like, Razzle Dazzle, I think was what it was called. Yeah, Razzle Dazzle, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Heath's. Which I think are pretty underrated, you know. Like people yeah. overlook Heath, bro. Don't sleep I on used Heath. To, I used to. My mom put the Heath because she. I don't know because that I think that's one of her favorite chocolate bars. She used to hide it at the bottom of the freezer and then <laughs> I'd find it and eat all of it. <laughs> like, ah, damn, he ate my candy. <laughs> Yo, Smarties are so fucking bland, but I love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I snorted a lot. <laughs> you break a lot, you just go. <laughs> yeah, kids would do that all the time, like fucking middle school. That's so dumb, but I can't. Someone snorted um, pixie stick. Yeah. And his I, nose bled. I'm like, Jesus that, fucking yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Like, smart moment. Yeah, paydays? I've never had a payday in my entire life. I've had a payday, but I don't remember. Sweet tarts are boring, but okay. Baby Ruths are certainly Baby Ruth. <laughs> Three Musketeers. I that used are, to be my favorite, but I don't like it. I I avoid them. I, like it's not because they're bad. I just like I think they're just eh. a nut roll. I've never had a nut roll. <laughs> <laughs> Good and plenty. I've heard of them, but I've never had them. Twix, that's it. That's the golden Oh, yeah, Twix. Twix are fucking that. amazing. I know. Have you ever had a Toblerone, dude? No. I've never, never had a Toblerone. You've never heard of it? What does it look like? They're the giant, like, oh, this is one for me. Jesus Christ. No, never. You've never even, no. oh, my. To I've heard of Toblerone. I've never had one. Although a 100 count at candystore.com is only 69 bucks. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> Let's see here. Butterfingers are fucking <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I think they're uh, debatable. I think they're nasty. I don't think that they're. Gross. I don't think they're like pushed off the edge of the earth. I think they're more of like not hanging on for their dear life. Butterfingers either, taste like actually like I prefer Reese's, which I don't like, over Butterfingers. Like that's how much I don't like Butterfingers. I I think they're like pretty close to the edge, but not there. What about Jolly? Except if they're old and they're like stuck to the plastic wrapping and you're afraid you're just gonna suck on plastic. I don't like anything that really involves sucking. <laughs> oh so, yeah. yeah the, the hard candy is a yeah, hard candy is a no for me. Is a no. Yeah. I, I just don't really like candy in general besides chocolate. And nuts. <laughs> and <laughs> um, caramel. Caramel's fucking amazing. Anything involving milk really me um, do you want to get candy when this is over? <laughs> no. What? Uh, I guess. I'm going to get an entire... At least 17. Massive, massive candy. I would like your 
finest wine. Okay. <laughs> so I think we've gone through all the candy. I don't really have a favorite. I just love a bunch of them and hate the rest. I have no middle ground. I have no middle ground. That's my taste with food. It's either shit or amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when my taste buds are so fucking... Like beans, for me, it's either I hate it or I just love it for some reason. Dude, lasagna is best pasta. <laughs> yeah, lasagna is my favorite. So, I'm going to talk about my updated Oscar predictions. And then we're going to do the root meat one. That lasagna, Johnny, my lasagna. Alright. <clears throat> I did update him a decent amount. I'm the moon guy from that one movie. What? I'm the moon guy from the one movie. Which, which one? The moon guy. Oh, <laughs> the moon guy. You mean from Harry Potter or something? No, the, the guy on the moon. The, the moon. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I watched that. <laughs> was it good? Was it it good? certainly was funny if you were high. <laughs> Is it metaphorical? No. Like, genuinely, eat a, like a really, really substant gummy and then watch it. You'll have the best time. Anime? Anime. No, don't click in. Don't click in. Don't click in. Don't click in. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cream of wheat stuff. <laughs> Is that um what the fuck are you doing? That's what you're gonna leave it on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you want me to you want me to start? Alright. <clears throat> Still have it number one. Everything everywhere all the ones. Why wouldn't <laughs> Top Gun? Uh, that'd be actually a funny pick. <laughs> if the Academy's like, you know what? This is what we need. The Batman. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that should get it, but it's not for anything. I mean No, it'll get it for some. Is it like audio for the one yeah, that will be able to see? We'll get to that. Alright, so I have everything everywhere all at once because now we have the clear front runners, right? Yeah. The Fablemans won TIFF Audience Award, and people are saying, well, this is the last time to give Spielberg a director Oscar. I guess that's the narrative that's forming. It could win screenplay, which it won't, but we'll get to that. And then, like, there's, like, acting nominations. It's going to get a bunch of texts. Just became the definitive front runner, but I feel like that's a boring pick. Like the narrative of giving Spielberg a third director Oscar would have been like good, but for not this. Like I feel like this is a boring pick to give him director. Maybe it's a good movie though. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I'll see it next month, I guess. Um, yeah, I have everything everywhere at all at once at number one. Because I feel like it could win SAG Ensemble, just like Coda and Crash and Parasite did. And then they'll just they'll just go way up in terms of like people recognizing them, and then they'll just win. 
I feel like that's what's going to happen. Also, if you're, like, guaranteed an acting award, which we'll get to in a second, like, I just feel like you're pretty close to winning already. Um, number three, I have Tar. No, no one else has it this high, but I saw that movie, and I'm like, dude, this could win director above Spielberg. This could be in contention to win screenplay. It's number one for actress right now. Kate Blanchett. Um, if you're high in those categories, I don't know what to tell you. Woman talking, I used to have way higher, but people just are sleeping on the movie. Like, no one's talking which sucks because it looks good. But I'll. But I don't know. Some people just aren't interested in women talking. That's true. <laughs> you can take that both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! All right, number five, I have Babylon, because two of his movies are nominated for Best Picture, and every single one of his movies has won an Oscar. And he's already won director. It's like I don't know what to tell. And told them it's bad. I don't think it's going to be bad. It'll be like The Wolf of Wall Street where it's divisive. It'll still get in. But it's... Because there's ten. a Liberty Me character then, right? Maybe. It'll be, the, it'll be the main character who is, like, quiet and doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And he's sort of just in the middle of absolute chaos. And he's just like... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number six, I have The Banshees of Inna Sharon. I heard that was really good. I heard it was amazing. And it's in theaters, but it, it, I have to drive 50 miles to watch it, so I'm not gonna. Streaming? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> the one time I need you. <laughs> yeah, rip. Yeah, I mean, watch this is Irishman. <laughs> Irishman. Number seven, I have Top Gun. I still feel like, despite me dropping it from my top five, I feel like this is a lock in so many technical awards that it'll just like a bunch of them and it's gonna like get nominated for best picture eight i have the whale because audiences like it more than critics and then if you have brendan Fraser winning the stat is over the past 12 years the winner of best actor had its movie nominated in best picture so if you follow that stat, and he's gonna have absolutely sweep because he's gonna be the best let's hope I'm best. a little worried. I'm a little worried, but, you know, let's no, hope. He's going to be the best thing ever. Right, so outside of those top eight, which a lot of people feel pretty comfortable with, the last two are completely fucking Uh So number nine, I have Avatar. Because there was a test screening that said, yeah, they do brand new 3D shit. The underwater is, like, amazing. They do, like, like frame rate stuff like 48 frames per second and it's like done well in terms of like a bunch of technical mumbo jumbo that I'm not entirely well versed in but I hear it's really well done and apparently no one has a problem with the length so like why not put another blockbuster in I guess it'd be a good year for two blockbusters because there's a lot of them number 10 I have all quiet because Warden <laughs> See, if this was an American movie, this would be like top five. That's like not even a joke. But it's because it's international that it's like this long. So this one's actually, I didn't know it was actually international. Yeah, it's 
submitted by Germany. Oh, so it's it's not a remake. It's just another adaptation. Of yeah. The book. Okay. Yeah. Um, outside of those ten, I really after hearing those reviews for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, I'm like, this could get in. Like, I feel like Black Panther will probably not make as much money as Avatar, but I feel like that one might have more passion with the Academy. So, like, that could take its spot. It's, or maybe just three blockbuster sequels get in. That'd be up first. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's to say sorry for uh, letting Chad Bozeman lose last year. Two years ago. Two years. Oh, damn. Yeah, that was, a while, right. ago. <laughs> that was a while ago. You're right. I'm still salty about um, alright. And then yeah, I have Triangle like yesterday. Then I have Triangle of Sadness because I just feel like the categories it was in, I put tar over it. Especially in categories of five. I just feel like Triangle of Sadness isn't gonna get in. The Woman King has like amazing reviews where they aren't fucking review bombed, like IMDB. Yeah. Uh like there's a bunch of good texts, good performances. It's just like its nomination package is really low because it is really crowded in a bunch of categories. It could get just nominated for Best Picture or it could get up to like six. It just depends on what they feel like doing, I guess. Glass Onion feels like less of a probability for them. It just feels like, haha, funny nice other sequel. <laughs> Daniel Craig, you funny. Shit, that comes out. Yeah, that comes up. Well, th- that comes up like a week before the year ends. Oh, okay. I have plenty of time then. <sighs> yeah. Uh, she said got reviews. And what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> she she got reviews. What? Yeah. So Wait, the movie called she said. she said. Oh. Got reviews, and they certainly think it is a movie that is important, but also pretty bland. And that sounds like right up the Academy's out. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. it's gonna get a screenplay nomination because adapted screenplay is a fucking barren wasteland. It could get supporting actress, but it's kind of crowded. It's like I don't know. It could get like three nominations total, and that's all you need, to be honest. Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> See, this is this and. Uh, There is a. They should make an Elvis movie, but he runs a, runs a gang in a post-apocalyptic world. I agree. That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, cause Austin Butler's gonna get guaranteed nomination. Could even win SAG over Brendan Fraser, cause SAG nope. is a fucking abysmal. Nope. Um, they could go with, um, makeup, costumes, production design, editing, sound. Get a bunch of yeah. Stuff. I could I could see makeup. Uh, director, because of the narrative, I bought into the fact that Steven Spielberg could win. But if the movie is snubbed, I feel like the director will be snubbed too. I feel like they go together. It wouldn't just split it, you know. Number two, I have Todd Field for Tar, cause holy shit, like they never gave Kubrick a directing Oscar, so this be like. That'd be like their Kubrick director wins. Like, you made a Kubrick movie, basically. Here you go. <laughs> Just like, okay. Close enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, we kind of fucked up, so here you go. You fucked up, but. That's not. Kubrick won an Oscar, but he won it for visual effects. 
writing or producing for visual <laughs> Oh well. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, the except they could. <laughs> except like, they could. No, you're watching the movie wrong. You, you idiot. Number three, I have Sarah Polly. Some people don't even have her in, but it's like if they gave the last two winners to women, and then the next year to have no women at all, there'd be like a lot of backlash. Yeah. So I feel like they're gonna put her in, kind of no matter what. Just for the fun. Uh, Damien Chazelle Babylon. Because you look at the direction and it's like insane. Because there's like a fucking elephant in a party. And like I could do that. Yeah, anyone could do, could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, and then number five, I have Daniels for everything and everything. I used to have them higher, but I feel like they could only get a couple of nominations. Well, people like Spielberg will probably get everything. So it's like okay, I guess they they'll be like a number five pick. Then the other two I'm considering are Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness and then Martin McDonough for Banshees. Martin McDonough was nominated everywhere for his last movie and then got snubbed. So I feel like it'd be weird to nominate him for this. If people think this is like a better directing work because it's like got better lighting and shit. So like, I don't know. And I'm not really considering James Cameron too much. Yeah. Which is weird because like if it's as technically innovative as people say it is, I feel like he could. Watch it be the bestest movie ever in existence. That'd be funny. Uh, randomly, I feel like Edward Berger from All Quiet on the Western Front could get in. Berger. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Actress. Here we go. Here we go. Kate uh, Blanchett for Tar is number one, I guess. I mean, she's great, but she wouldn't be my personal pick. Like, if she won, I would not be mad. Like, really any of this, of these picks, I would not be mad at. Number two, I have Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere. Because I feel like she'll split Critics Group Awards, and she could win SAG. Margot Robbie for Babylon, because she's screaming her head off the entire movie. And then Danielle Deadweiler for Till, I have at four. Because this would be the movie's only nomination. And that's sometimes hard to do. It's not that it doesn't happen. It's just like in a category where a bunch of movies are going to correlate with Best Picture, they might <laughs> they might not go with Daniel Deadweiler. And so here's a chance: Michelle Williams for the oh my god, the Fablemans was supposed to win supporting actress, but then the studio said no, she's lead. And people are like, why? She only has like 40 minutes in like a two and a half hour long movie. What the fuck are you doing? But they put her in lead and now everyone's saying, well, it's so good. Maybe she'll just get into lead kind of no matter what. And I'm like, damn. If she's that good, then I don't doubt it, you know? But I would have preferred like Viola Davis for The Woman King to get in. Because like she's great in it. And I feel like Naomi Aki for I Want to Dance with Somebody, <laughs> like, could get in still, but I feel like it's tougher for her. Go. Um, yeah, here we go. Supporting actress. That's not true. Actor. I still have Brendan Fraser winning. Literally everyone is, like, even if they, like, don't like the movie, because there are people that'll come out or, like, it's like a poor 3 out of 10 movie. 
Literally, everyone says, okay, but still, Brendan Fraser is fucking nailed it. So I feel like he could, he might just win, like, no matter what. What if it's the best performance of the past, like, 50 Oscars? That'd be funny. That'd be interesting. Um, number two, I have Austin Butler for Elvis. He's good, but he's, like, the only thing I like about that movie. So I don't want him to win. <laughs> Because I want Brendan Fraser. The narrative is yeah, there. The, like, the, the narrative is there. Right? Number three of Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inna Sharon. Because it's literally so obvious that he's going to get in. Like, he could win more critics groups than, than Brendan Fraser. Like, that's not even a joke. Like, that could happen. Number four, I have Diego Calva for Babylon. Because, like, he's the lead of the Damien Chazelle movie. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Number five. I did it. Maybe I'm an idiot. But I put Tom Cruise in. <laughs> I put Tom Cruise in. I think you are an idiot. <laughs> I think I'm an idiot. Because people are saying Bill Nighy for this movie called Living, which is a remake of Ikaru, the Kurosawa movie. They and like, remade that? <laughs> they remade it in a mo- movie no one talks about. Like Hugh Jackman in The Sun is in a movie that a lot of people fucking despise. So, like, he's gonna be mixed. And he's not like someone like Denzel Washington who gets in, like, every three years. Hugh Jackman's been nominated once. They don't like him much. And then there's people like Adam Driver for White Noise. Like, that's not gonna happen. White Noise is too weird. I'm thinking Tom Cruise is good. Nomination-worthy? Eh. But, like... The Academy's stupid. They don't nominate horror movie performances because they're weird. But yet they gave Kathy Bates the win for Misery like 30 years ago. So I don't know what they're doing. 30. <laughs> yeah, 30, 30 years ago. Keyword is 30. I know everyone says that Hereditary was snubbed. For Bleed Before. I agree. Well, even the, even the kid. The, 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 Ew! The, no, not the kid kid. Alex the, Wolf? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. No. Because he was sweating. The sweat. Sweating. Sweat. Sweating. Yeah, literally Tom Cruise, like, people are saying he has done something that no one has, like, done in a long time. He's getting, like, the praise of it. Like, people are genuinely putting this up there with his performances like Magnolia. And, like, are you a fucking idiot? His performance Magnolia is amazing. These are not the same. But it's so barren, and what the Academy will actually nominate is so fucking limited that they just nominate Tom Cruise because he's going to get Golden Globe drama, which is going to be funny, and then he's going to get Critics' Choice, and then that might be enough. Nope. And he could get SAG, and that'd be really funny. (laughs) And then he wins Best Actor ever. Yes. Uh, here we go. Supporting. No, they, they finally add a best stunt team in Tom Cruise wins. He wasn't on the stunt team. Yeah, but he does certain stunts. That's true. Uh, all right. Supporting actress. Number one, I have Carrie Condon for Banshees of Inna Sharon. Because at first, I was like, no, no way. But then I just keep seeing people be like, yo, she's actually kind of amazing. And then some people are so confident to put her at one. Like, no one knows who's winning, so might as well put the one that people like the most. I feel like that's kind of obvious, you know. Two and three, I have 
uh, the two women talking actresses, Jesse Buckley, Buckley and Claire, Claire Foy, I'm losing my mind, for I have Han Xiao for The Whale. Uh, it became pretty obvious that Han Xiao was the pick over Sadie Sink because Han Xiao has, is one of the only people in the movie to be in a scene that doesn't have Brendan Fraser. And apparently that's her Oscar clip. So I'm like, interesting, interesting. Um, and then five, I have Stephanie Sue for everything, everywhere. And then some people literally have Jamie Lee Curtis at six. They're like, no. But literally, <laughs> she was funny. Funny. Had the, had the butt plug. She have a dark Literally, though, like, people are genuinely saying, like, people are already campaigning. Major outlets are like, yo, she should get nominated. Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, retweeting and, like, posting on Instagram all of these articles that she should get nominated. Like, they're campaigning, and I feel like she could, because she's never been nominated before, they could just be like, here, let's honor your legacy. For, uh, for hot dog hands? For hot dog hands. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. There's a bunch of people that could get nominated. Even though I don't think it's going to happen, if enough people won't shut up about Jamie Lee Curtis, she could. Which is really weird to say, but whatever. Carrie Mulligan. For she's secretary. Real man She made me into a real human being. <laughs> a real human being. being. <laughs> uh, Alright. Thusa Mabedu for Woman King. Last time you started to laugh. <laughs> Um, Nina Haas for Tar. She plays Lydia Tar's wife in the movie. I thought she was good. Nomination worthy, really fine, but like, I don't know. Does she scream? No. Oh, damn. Does she cry? Uh, no. She just talks? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> it's a, like a supporting actor. <clears throat> this became maybe the biggest acting lock outside of Brendan Fraser. Kihoi Kwan. <laughs> Here's the thing. You might think I'm crazy, but literally everyone is like, even if the movie doesn't win, he's going to win. And I keep looking at betting websites. He is the most drastically out front. And I'm like, he has the Troy Kotzer factor. He was the father in Coda. And at first he wasn't winning critics groups because they were, they were going with the critic movie. But then all the major precursors were going with the performance that was, like, funny and charming and, like, cry-worthy over just the kid that was quiet the whole time. You know? That's what people are doing with Kihoi Kwan. They're, like, they're fucking crying because of his performance. And then they're gonna... They, they like that over people like Brendan Gleeson from Banshees of a Sharon, where he's just, like, subtle the whole time sometimes funny. Like, Kihoi Kwan made people cry. And that factor alone is just gonna skyrocket him to the top. Well, it's true. He didn't scream or anything. He's just like, good. He's just good. And literally, even people that are super like, weary about it are thinking, oh yeah, but he's gonna get nominated. Like, he's a guarantee. His narrative is also the biggest out of all of them. Right? He came back 37 years later 
he's like doing a bunch of campaigning. He's like everywhere. Now he's in a bunch of shit. He just finished a movie and he's going to be in Loki, right? It's his return and it's it's enough where it's like, all right, he's going to win. That's <laughs> kind of great. I think he should win. Play his laughter from the movie when he wins. His I know. Laughter. Like he's gonna be like a like he, every time he's gonna win, people are gonna be like, "That's the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life." <laughs> and like this is what people's reaction is gonna be. It's like, okay, he needs to keep winning. We need more funny speeches from him. I am funny. I am the funny. Oh baby, that's what I've been waiting for. That's what it's all about. Woo! Uh, ben Win Ben Wishaw for Women Talking is number three. Uh, Brad Pitt for Babylon is number boo. four. <laughs> Brad Pitt boo. Brad Pitt very big boo. I do. Brad Pitt funny in one movie, and that is the movie where the dude is schizophrenic, and people think that he is right, but he's not right. So for like, I thought he was just gonna be like a guarantee, but after the stuff that's been coming out about him, and. A lot of people might be hesitant to want to nominate him. And there are options. So, like, like Judd Hirsch and Paul Dano for The Fablemans are dueling for that spot. Barry Keoghan for Banshees of Sharon. people think is great. He's, like, a funny guy in the movie. Like, he's not doing, I think, as much as Brendan Gleeson, but he is just, like, generally, like, the town oaf. Like, he's just kind of funny and stupid. Like, people like that about him. Um, Brian Tyree Henry for this movie called Causeway. I showed you the trailer for it. I also had Jennifer Lawrence as well. PTSD. Oh, yeah. The trailer didn't show that at all. Yeah. People genuinely think he's, like, win-worthy, and enough people are just campaigning him that even though the movie's so small, he could get in. Um... Adapted screenplay. Well, he can be too small for the Oscars to pick up. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. They have to be big indie movies, not small indie movies. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, adapted screenplay, Women Talking is winning because... Mackin. Uh, here we go. I'm just going to quickly try to go through the rest of these. Uh, the Whale, Glass Onion, and She Said are getting nominated for adapted screenplay. And number five, I have Top Gun Maverick because I'm an idiot. Glass Onion is adapted? Well, the original was a ri- was the first film was original. But when it's a sequel, it's based off of the first oh, film. Okay. So they put it in adapted. Okay. Even if it's an original idea. They're like, oh, nope, you're adapted. Uh... Number six, I have All Quiet on the Western Front, because I feel like yeah. like it's based off of good source material. And even though some of the writing and dialogue is shit, I might just get in kind of no matter what. Some people think Black Panther, Wakanda Forever might have an easy slot. Superhero movies have not gotten adapted screenplay, except for one, which is Joker, which is really funny. <laughs> Joker. Joker. <laughs> um, the Batman's the same thing. Like, yeah, it's a detective movie, but they don't like detective movies, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> All right, original screenplay. I have everything everywhere winning, because if it's going to win picture, it's going to win screenplay. That's just how it works. But it is a fight between that, The Fablemans, Tar, and Banshees of Inner Sharon. I genuinely think any of these could win. Last year, they gave it to the fucking Belfast, so... <laughs> 
anything is possible, even if it's the worst option. <laughs> um, then five out of Babylon, and then six out of Triangle of Sadness, just in case. Score, Babylon's winning. It is? It is winning. Because women talking, even though it's a good score, could win. That's Hildur Gunadotir. People think John Williams' score in The Fablemans is kind of bland. Uh, I have Avatar The Way of Water and the Batman and still. <laughs> but people think Black Panther or Banshee's Man of Sharon or even like Pinocchio are getting in over it. And I feel like those are possible, but like the Batman is still being memed, bro. Like it, it's still really iconic. Iconic. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Cinematography gets what's winning. Babylon. Because, you know, La La Land won cinematography. So, there you go. La La Land is okay, though. I mean, it looks great. I don't know what to tell you. A lot of people love that movie. Me? I don't. I don't love it, but I think it's good, technically. Uh, the Fablemans, Top Gun, All Quiet, and Avatar. I feel like that's a pretty easy five, but I did snub Deacons. Uh, which is bold, because even if it's the movie's only nomination, Deacons gets in. So I feel like I might be outnumbered here. <laughs> I might be a, a little weird here. Um, the Batman's possible. People think Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Woman King could easily get in. Editing, I have everything everywhere all at once winning. But there is a really good stat that movies that win sound win editing, and Top Gun's winning sound. So people think, well, it's going to win editing. That's why I have it at number two. Three is Babylon, which I think could win, because you see the editing in the trailer, and it's quick, and they like quick cuts. I just try to like this. Oh, right. Uh, four is Women Talking, and five is Fablemans, because number one movies get in for some reason. Six, I have All Quiet. That could get in. Seven is Elvis. Eight is Avatar possible. Production design, Babylon's winning. Uh, sorry, it's a period piece, therefore it wins. <laughs> also but, color, also what color. If, what if it turns out to be bad? It's, it won't be bad. You keep saying it's going to be bad, and I don't think it will be. What if audiences hate it? Uh, that doesn't matter. The Academy is not the audiences. What if the Academy hates it? <laughs> well, then they won't nominate it, except they'll still nominate it in production and costume design, and it will still win. Well, that is what if they don't like it? Oh, too bad. <laughs> too bad. What if it's good and it beats everything Just... everywhere? Then I'll... And then you cry. <laughs> because it's... <laughs> then you cry. Then like, Damn, I kind of wish it was a bad movie. So it wouldn't get in? Yeah. Um, you know, every director has a shit movie. So. Yeah, maybe this is the one. Uh, I, think, I still think it's going to be good. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, maybe it's the good one, but it's not like shit, but it's not like great. It's just okay. Uh, no, not okay. Like it's good. No, it's not like eight, like an eight or seven. Like it's like good. a okay. Yeah, that's good. That's like me with Lala. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, two, I have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, three Fablemans, four Avatar, and five All Quiet on the Western Front. I feel like this is a pretty definitive top five. Not much is like trying to compete with it. Costumes, Babylon's winning because period piece and colors, therefore wins. That's just all I gotta say. I'm sorry. You wanna know why Cruella won? Because A, Disney. 
but also B colors, and also set in the 70s. Set in the 70s? Yeah. Oh, wow. Therefore, period piece. Therefore, Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> barely, barely, period piece. Barely, yeah. Barely. Uh, number two is Black Panther. Some people think it'll win again. And apparently the costumes, the tech elements are even better than the first film. So why not? You know, that could win. Three is Fablemans for some reason, even though most of the people are just dresses and suits. Innovative. Uh, Elvis and the Woman King will probably get in. Makeup. The whale's winning because they put a revolutionary fat suit on Brendan mm, Fraser. Revolutionary? revolutionary? Wait, I thought Peter Jackson did that for The Hobbit movies. No. <laughs> no, that was CGI. Uh, two. We have practical suits now? We're using real life objects? Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, two is Batman, three is Elvis. Uh, four, I have All Quiet, which is, you might think, why? Well, there's a scene where the main character, like half of his face, is covered in dry clay. Wow. Innovate. <laughs> I mean, fucking. Throw clay on his face. 1917 was nominated for makeup. White makeup. <laughs> also, dead bodies count. Yeah. So, war movie gets into makeup. Uh, Black Panther, because like nose rings and funny hairstyle. Uh, six Babylon because. <laughs> uh, sound Top Guns winning. All Quiet is number two because war movie. Three is. Avatar, 4 is Black Panther, and 5 is The Batman. It would be insane if this was the lineup, because all of these are blockbusters. No. That'd be insane. Which is why I feel like Everything Everywhere or Babylon could get in. Visual effects. I have Avatar, The Batman, Black Panther, Everything Everywhere, and Pinocchio. <laughs> Good. See, Kubo and the Two Strings was nominated for visual effects. You might be thinking, why? It was stop motion. It was all practical. Well, they had giant detailed CGI backgrounds because they it would take literally fucking forever if they tried to do everything. So they did VFX in the style of the 2D animation they were doing. And they're doing the exact same thing here. So, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Just saves time. Uh, six, I have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Wayne. <laughs> You're funny, man. Uh, so, even though, here's the thing, the only reason No Way Home got in was because Doctor Strange was in it. Um, and then the first film was nominated. And then the two film, two Avengers films he was in, it was nominated. Well, what about Thor Ragnarok, then? We don't talk about that. It was a cameo. It doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Seven, I have Top Gun. Even, the whole point is that there is no visual effects. But people are predicting it for visual effects anyway. Uh, okay. Why don't they have a practical effect? Oh, wait, there is no practical. No, it is practical. They shoved a camera on a plane and they But But there is no practical it. effects of wood. No, there isn't. No. They call it visual effects. Uh, I'm going to just call it effects. Animated film, Pinocchio's winning. Everyone agrees on it. It's the highest rated animated film of the year. It has a 100 on Rotten Tomatoes and like a 93 on Metacritic. And it could get a bunch of tech Oscars. When is it dropping? 
does early December. Oh shit! He still got him. I know, crazy. Uh, Turning red will get in because <laughs> uh, Strange World, Wendell and Wild. Even though I don't like it, it's stop motion. It's easy to get in. And then I still have Mar- Marcel the shell with shoes on, but it's apparently pretty indie. So I feel like My Father's Dragon, which is like an Irish studio, that film could get in. I guess I don't know. I just went through it quickly. Quickly, as in 32 minutes of comedy. <laughs> 32 minutes and 5 seconds. Crazy. Alright, last thing. Uh, ignore that. <laughs> okay. Um, it's time to try and reboot Living Dead. Do you want to start? Me? Yeah. How do I start? Especially because they give you no time. Especially since you give me no time. Yeah. Um, Night of the Living Dead. Well, I guess one of the things that 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 uh, comes in mind is keeping it in one location. Okay. Because that's what I like about the first one. Except to make it more like the first one, like I don't know, like like let's make it a bigger house, like a mansion or like a build a bigger building. And, like, it's just the, the survivors on the first floor. And then the zombies come through, and then they have to run. Maybe some more people die, and then they have to go to the, the another floor until they get eventually, like, captured in one room or the roof, or they all die. I like the idea that they all die still. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a large point of the original, is that they just got unlucky. Yeah. Also, I... I already mentioned it, but I feel like talking about an aftermath where zombies only existed for two weeks would be really interesting. So what if half the movie is that, and then the other half is the aftermath of the zombies? We just, like, shift characters. Oh my god. We do what, like, Waves did. So the first half, we have a guy in an ensemble that gets picked off as they go through, like, an office building. Yeah. And then the second half, after they all die... You switch to the sheriff that, that killed the zombies in the office building, found their bodies, and then you realize, okay, the zombie virus is over. Now what? And I feel like now the question is, now what? What, what do we do with this concept? It's <laughs> a good question. What do we do with this concept? Um, well, they're zombies, right? People are going to be... People are going to be profiting off of it, and I know that Dawn of the Dead has um, anti-anti-capitalist messages. Zack Snyder. Crazy. So what if you like? No, not I don't think Zack Snyder did. I think the original did. George. <laughs> what if you uh, tie that somehow into it with people trying to capitalize off of a tragedy? Oh, like they they push out like a virus, like a vaccine. Sort of, I yeah that that could be one too yeah yeah they push out of vaccine. like the medical industry like skyrockets in profit yeah we make it like an allegory for COVID yeah that could work too yeah yeah because they were pushing it out and they did make you pay for it right the vi- the vaccine was free oh the vaccine was free in this universe we make it not free so because it's a private health organization so people get desperate and don't want to become zombies and so the government 
keeps it like, oh, it's possible it could return, so take this shot, but you gotta pay money for it to protect you. Some people are like, I don't care, I'm just not gonna take it. But like a bunch of people are like, I don't wanna fucking die. It wasn't and get real. resurrected. You know? it oh really yeah, we could have that. Real. Yeah. It was only in like a county. Yeah. And they were just like able to contain it. So then the rest of the world's like, bullshit, that didn't happen. But like a bunch of the families are like, we just lost everything. What the fuck? So like maybe only like four thousand die instead of like four billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, what? What's like the the end game? Like, what what is the ending? Like, what's the point that's gonna connect the two stories together? Because the good thing about waves is like the father is the connecting pin, despite him not being a protagonist. So, like, what's the the thread that's gonna connect these two storylines? The zombies, <laughs> even though they're not gonna be in the second half. Well, I guess the, the, the lingering fear of it, maybe. Yeah. Well, didn't the... Also, didn't the first one have... Uh, I don't know. This is just some other thing. Didn't the first one also have, like, the TVs and they or the radio station and they tell you not to do this or do this? Stay inside? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's something that that, that, that maybe could... Oh, like, stay inside because we don't want you to get the virus for zombies. And they're like, well, I we got to live our lives. This feels way too yeah. realistic. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to still live our lives. It's fine. And it's like, well, I feel like it'd be more drastic here because it's like you could fucking, like, become undead and murder everyone you love. Nah, it's not real. <laughs> Game. <laughs> I mean, it, I honestly, gotta pay the bill sometime. Especially because, like, it did, it never came back. What if it comes back? But like, at, at right at the end. Right at the end. So it like, comes back. The, maybe we'll make it like the first third. It happens. So in the next two thirds, we spend the entire movie with like a like, basically the politics and the economics of like. And just, like, the, the people trying to, like, exist in a world where, like, zombies existed and murdered, like, 4,000 people. Yeah, like, would they, like, their neighbor, like, turns, would they just, like, kill them? Because, like, this is, there was an Arnold movie, too. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was, like, Maggie or something, where his daughter got infected, and he had to deal with that. But, like, the interesting thing was, was the, it was, like, actually contained. So, like, they had vaccines... They, they, I don't think they had cures, but they had, like, vaccines. You would have to call the police to, like, take care of the zombie, or you can just take care of it yourself. Like, okay. they, they have this whole system set up already to take care of it, because they already... So this could be, like... The big thing already went through, it's just... So it could be, like... Like, sort of, like, setting that up. That idea of, like, alright, so if you're... Whatever becomes a zombie, you have the right to do this, this, and this. Right. Or they have procedures in schools, I would guess. Sure, like, yeah, we sort of just get into, like, I feel like a lot of people would get pissed at this idea of just, like, us making it a political... Well, I mean, like, that's that's what... That's what it is. is. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. So, it's not a political. It's not political. We might as well just throw in a... 
non-binary person, and then they'll all of a sudden think it's political. You get little, little shit there. <laughs> I think, I think, really the big to like make the point that we're trying to make maybe is like people just came up with procedures and then they just went on with their lives and they just like didn't really think it was a threat and so like it comes back in a strain that's like unkillable and so instead of like a zombie story where like everyone like. Like, in our story, where, like, only a couple people died, or, like, only some survived, literally everyone dies in days. Or, like, like the, the, the strand didn't go away for, like, the past, like, year. It infected everyone, and then the symptoms came up, like fucking Plague Inc. You know how you can just, like, oh, infect yeah. everyone and then spam the symptoms? That's what would happen. Everyone gets infected, the virus like adapted and is like, all right, they were able to kill it off pretty quickly. So like a strain builds, infects everyone, and then it just gives you dysentery, <laughs> and then you all just pretty die. Much body dysentery. Yeah, yeah it just it, you shit your organs out and then you just fucking die. Like you don't even you don't even have time to become a zombie. It just kills you so quickly. It evolves, yeah. Like it like. Unlike a zombie where, like, most of your body is intact and then you decay, it literally fucking sucks the soul out of your body, basically, because of just how deadly it is. But it's too late, and everyone has it, and everyone just pukes up their organs, and they just die. <laughs> Crazy. So, like, you end on a bleak ending of, like, this is what happens when we just ignore like, all of the problems that are out there. And we just, like, don't take things as seriously as we should. You know? And piss off a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, we also did that with Friday the 13th. I think political issues are very interesting in, the, in movies. <laughs> Even if you don't agree with them. Even if you don't agree with them. Like, it's like, I like the way it tackles them. Sure. Or it's like tar, you know? Like, you could theoretically say... Oh, she, like, what she did was bad, but you could still, like, like the person or whatever, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, like, it just, it's an interesting started, like, discussion starter. That's what I want to make, is an interesting discussion starter. Would we call it Night of the Living Dead? Or what, what would we call it? Oh, shit, um, well, it has to be, like, Year of the Living Dead. Year of the Living Dead. Or do we just call it Year of the Dead? Because oh, they were yeah, they dropped the, the living after the first one. Oh, okay. Year of the Dead. No. Yeah. Well, maybe that movie already exists. I feel like a lot of the of the dead or of the living dead <laughs> exists. So maybe we drop End of the Dead. <laughs> End of the then just make it sound like a sequel. End of the Living Dead. Maybe we call it something like. Uh, oh, fuck. We just call it Dawn of the Dead again. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead 2. <laughs> dead 2. No. I, yeah, that's tough. Sunset of the Dead. Sunset of the Dead. Maybe we call it. Well, Day of the Dead is just a fucking holiday. <laughs> also, yeah, that's a, a movie. Yeah. yeah. 
call it. I like Year of the Dead, to be honest. Yeah. Because it, it, it represents, like, yeah, it was a year and people died. And crazy. Because we call politics of the dead people. <laughs> didn't take it seriously. What? Because people didn't take it seriously. We call it virus of the dead. Virus of the dead. Or maybe we, maybe we just drop the dead part. Year. <laughs> year. You can call it year zero. Remember that movie? No. There was a movie called Year Zero. What was it called? Year Zero? Uh, or Zero BC. Oh, 10,000 BC? Oh, 10,000 BC. I have that. Or I had that movie on DVD. I thought it looked interesting because it was like a tiger that was also like <laughs> yeah. a saber tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think I just like calling it year. <laughs> just year. year yeah. The year. The, no, just year. The you year. know how like people just call it no. Just no year. <laughs> it sounds interesting, but I, I feel like it's too much to tackle in one. Well, I th- but that that would be my only complaint because you won't really have a set protagonist I feel like maybe if it's like a documentary I guess or like a mockumentary a mockumentary yeah. where it's like six episodes or something yeah so you want to make it a show yeah I guess I thought it would be like that's why I said instead of the first half it'd be the first third yeah yeah so like yeah. shorten up the front part because there's not a lot to it because it would I just think it would just be really hard to you know not have a central protagonist. I feel like the central protagonist shows up in the second two thirds with the sheriff. Yeah. Like he's the one getting affected by all like the political climate. Oh, um, everyone else is putting pressure on him to change things. Well, he's a sheriff, right? I feel more just like he's the everyday Joe. That everyone's like, still gonna put pressure on him to change things because he's the sheriff. Oh, like he has to like. There's, like, national laws, but there's also, like, state and, like, town laws. Like, how how it is regularly, sort of. How, like, in one town you get pulled over for going 70 in another. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I kind of like the idea of, like, what 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 would you do for, the, like, the town or laws? Or, like, 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 yeah, okay. And he's just, like, I kind of like that. Or, like... He has to show up and kill a zombie. Yeah. Because, like, one just pops up randomly. And, oh my god, there'd be, like, scares. Like, a zombie appeared in Spain, and people like, oh my god, they're back! And some people are like, boo, that's fake! And then, like, like, you just, like, you have, like, random sightings, and they, they're just able to contain it, but in the end, it's, like, too late. Because, like, the CIA does have, like, plans for, like, what does happen if zombies... Actually? Do that. Yeah, they actually do. That's funny. What do they, they actually do? do? I think it's just, like, a guide that you can look up online to help you. We should look at that guide. Yourself. The Guide to Murdering Zombies. CIA edition. <laughs>
Zomb counter zombie dominant dominance against zombies. Yeah, 2011. Well, when zombies became popular, interesting. Oh, let's just look at the the PDF, the official PDF that they released. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's not that bad. Oh, they, I like the funny image they used. No funny. Oh, that's a lot of small text that I can't read. Sixteen pages. Jesus Christ. Monitoring the environment. The, the zombie threat summary is designed to pathogen radiation. Evil magic zombies. Space zombies, weaponized zombies. Stop. This can't be real. <laughs> this is fucking real. This has gotta be fake. Evil magic zombies. This is fucking, fucking bulls. No way. That cannot be real. Yeah. I that can't I don't mm, that's uh, evil magic zombies they have plans for a lot of <laughs> that's things that's fucking dumb do not bring up evil magic if you're then gonna say it doesn't exist they do symbiont inducted zombies <laughs> Jesus <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ they do wait the movie what, the crazies emphasis Exemplifies the very common of weaponized zombies. Humans turn to zombies via exposure to toxic chemicals. Okay, space zombies. So like, like a fucking meteorite hits Earth and just spreads a disease. Is that what it means? What's well, evil magic zombies? <laughs> or yeah, experimentation and what otherwise would be referred to as evil magic. AKA CIA creates zombies and spreads them on the planet. I'm just trying to figure out where a vegetarian zombies. What? Chickens? What? Plants? No fucking way. The CIA mentioned plants versus zombies. Where? Like, right there. Vegetarian zombies. Popular game. <laughs> Look. Right here. Right there. Right there. Yeah. As in They will consume all plant life in front of them. Deforestation or eliminative... Uh, elimination of basic food crops essential to humans. Oh, that's kind of epic. Okay. I, we'll look at this later. There's a lot to dig into here. Phase 5. Like, restore the, civil authority. What's the plan, then? Shape. Deter. Seize. Initiative. Dominate. Stabilize. Restore authority. This has to be fake. There's no way. The Ooh, CIA... Large-scale large training... There's no survive. way the CIA was like, ah, oh, yes, this game Plants vs. Zombies. It's really informative on how zombies could exist. Well, you see, here, here's one where they'll do, uh, they, see, one of their plans is large-scale training to demonstrate survival and uh, in a toxic, contaminated environment. Huh. Look, we should, like, just like, minimize it. Or creating pathogens it. or toxins similarly developed by nation states, large corporations, to terrorists, A.K.A. the CIA. <laughs> we, should, we we gotta look at this later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So okay, we're calling the film year. The first third is about the. Uh, do we still have it be a black man? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So we have a group of office workers stuck 
in like a three-story building, and they continued to get flooded by the amount of zombies, and by the end of the first act, they get killed, and the second act begins with a sheriff and a couple of policemen going through and shooting all of the zombies, and basically containing the zombie outbreak into a single county distance. Yeah, well, he would... I, I, I mean, just a small nitpick. He wouldn't be with cops. I, w- I would think he would be, like, with the, like, reserves or something. Just like the... Oh. Wait, what? Well, I would think, like, he'd be with, like, the... the oh, the fucking reserves. National Guard well, or something? Well, reserves are close to National Guard. It's like the sure. police, but not exactly the National Guard. Okay. Military yeah, so police. Basically, alright. They go with reserves to basically keep the zombies into a contained county area. And then they kill him. And then the plot basically shifts to the sheriff basically adapting throughout the movie to abide by the political and economic climate that the people of that the governments of the world basically establish. And now he basically has to try and make the right decisions for the people of his town sheriff should he become like mayor or something because i feel like mayors make more decisions than a sheriff does yeah or like a like a like a commissioner or something i don't know uh i'm not ter- i'm not exactly sure about the a sheriff <laughs> oh yeah transport prisoners and other yeah he wouldn't really he would have to be mayor so, sheriff turned mayor basically tries to do what's right for his community, and it's revealed during the third act that because of the negligence of the human race, that we basically are fucked, and <laughs> this sounds really nihilistic, but we basically all are destined to die in, over the next, like let's say, like six days. The entire human population drops from like 8 billion to nothing. And not even zombies come back because of just how much the body deteriorates over the course of these six days. And basically it ends kind of nihilistically with like the entire human race dead. So do we want to throw in like something at the end to be somewhat happy? Like a little bit. So like... Like the generic, the flower grows from the apocalypse trope. Like, do we do something that's not a flower from a dead body? <laughs> or do we just leave it as that? The human race just becomes extinct. Ooh. We have. Mm, I was about to say monkey. That's way too plain of the apes. Maybe we yeah. have like. Maybe we see an extinct animal in China come back. So, like, the humans die. Like a red panda? Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and Or, like, like a white leopard. Remember those? Yeah, I do. So, like, those, yeah. or like a rhino. You see animals across the planet. Humans become, like, a fertilizer, basically. So they start, like, taking the earth rebuilding its 
like ecology and it's zoology is that what it's called with all the animals and stuff yeah. so it basically rebuilds those and we're sort of left with a lukewarm ending of like yeah all of humanity died but also we have this sort of it's like a cautionary tale about humanity not doing all they could to protect itself and also we're shitty to the environment there you go we can protect ourselves or others and we were shitty to everything mm -hmm. even ourselves yep that's a that's a big theme here yeah do you like this do you think it's okay? I'm, what would you change? I mean, I'm not a big fan of the ending, but that's the only one that would work. Is everyone fucking dying? Because, like, there's no really other way to be straightforward than... Because, like, it's different <laughs> in terms of, like, there aren't survivors. Like, no, literally everyone just died. <laughs> there wasn't, like, one person in a bunker. That'd be funny, but I don't no, think we would do it's it. It's Brendan Fraser. It's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> he comes out of oh that'd be a weird ending. He just comes out of a bunker, like what happened? And then just and it's like, did I miss something? Laugh track playing the credits. That'd be actually super cringy. Well, maybe maybe it's like that that show Dinosaurs where like nobody knows they're actually about to die. Oh sure. And then the third act, they all just die. Over the course of the third act. Oh, yeah, so quickly. Yeah. I kind I like it, but I feel like a lot of people would get pissed because of the fact that it's very much making fun of a lot of what happened with COVID. Maybe not making fun of, but sort of like taking that and bringing it over here and like exaggerating it a bit. Over exaggerating yeah. it. I just want to see white rhinos come back. <laughs> I just, I just want to see red pandas, bro. <laughs> well, what, what if, what if nobody does? What if, like, it's just one big outbreak again, and like not everyone dies, but then like people actually band together. I don't know. You want survivors still? <laughs> I want hope. Hope. <laughs> well, the hope is that animal come back. <laughs> yeah, but. In like a nihilistic kind of way. Everyone else is dead. Yeah. Mother Nature moment. Release virus that kills everything. It kills the dominant life form on Earth. And then just brings everything else back. Huh? Yeah, there's no scientific explanation for why the red panda would come back to life. Uh, reasons. <laughs> or maybe a near extinct animal. More popular. Uh, like a monkey. <laughs> like a monkey, yeah. yeah. Or like a rat. This went a long ways away from Night of the Living Dead reboot. Yeah. <laughs> we would call it that, and then it'd be something way different. And if piss everyone if it was a Night of the Living Dead reboot, I would want it to, want it to be uh, super, super, super duper about racism. <laughs> <laughs> we did not make it about I know, but like if it was something else and we would just make it instead of it being like accidentally racist, just make that accidentally racist or accidentally having a race rate uh, themes about racism. Just just straight up just make that white guy, that evil white guy racist. Sure. 
No, it's actually racist. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, no, I like it. I, you might not like it. I think it's... I like the... I'm just not sure about the ending. The death of all I feel like a lot of people want to be... I mean, even 2012 had the balls to just have Africa. <laughs> Which is symbolic, because that's where they all came from. Exactly. But also... That was a funny movie. <laughs> well, it was funny in the first part, and then everyone just got on a boat for the last hour. <laughs> like, there's no life for... How did the fucking Africa submerge and then re-emerge so quickly? That would literally, like, sink the entire planet. It's like, underwater world or some shit. Water world? Water world. Kevin Costner. <laughs> um, Alright, I like it. We'll, we'll agree to disagree. We need to talk about the updates going forward. Yeah. Episode 17 is when we decided to make updates to the formula. Back to formula. Um, so, we don't know when we're getting a new mic, but we clearly need it. <laughs> we clearly need it. Um, Alright, so yeah, we're going to get a new mic soon. Um, we might get some muffles. Um, let's see here. We are going to start a gaming channel. I finally broke broken down. I broke you down. And now we're doing it. We're playing Madden for six hours. Straight. Yes, yes. So this is basically what the YouTube might be. Is it a separate YouTube? We yeah, we'll just, nah, we'll just put it on the one. Okay. Yeah. We so we can split it off later. So, yeah, the... The, we, we wanted something for the YouTube. Because we do, like, it's going to take forever. The more episodes we keep making, the more it's going to be way difficult to try and bring everything to the YouTube, which only had two. Um, so, I do want to do that. And then I might have a schedule of, like, two or three a week. And then, like, we make one. And then three, and then one. And then we just catch up from there. Because, like, yeah, it takes, like, eight hours, but if you're gone to work, then it wouldn't take a lot of time, probably. You just come back and, like, all right, it's done. That's cool. <laughs> but, yeah, gaming channel. Um, we're, we're just going to kind of do whatever the hell we want with it. Yeah. Sort of like this, you know. You're up at 1 o'clock in the morning playing Among Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Among well, us. I, I like the idea that you have to uh, playing this for the first time. Like, we introduced that. That could be a series in the future. Like, hey, I could play Twisted Metal for the first time. Or I can introduce you to... You, or you can yeah. play Bully for the first time. Yeah, Bully. Bully for the first time. Yeah, the, the, the idea I had was I play Fallout... Was it New Vegas or 3? I said play all Fallout for the first time. It would be, like, yeah. the first one. Although we play very similar games. So it would be difficult to... Well, for me, it's like RPGs, and for you, it's like old arcade games. <laughs> yeah, just, just find the most obscure games to... Like how I introduced you to War of the Monsters, dude, that shit slapped so hard. It did, it kind of did, even though you were better than me, I just like destroying the town. <laughs> like, honestly, like, really the, the thing that is going to take some time is like game capture. Yeah. Because we are at separate households with separate consoles. Us playing games together 
will be difficult, but I think a large part of what makes this good is it's not just one of us just sitting quietly staring at it. It's us bantering together. So it's hard to kind of, like, have, like, just us, like, me play Pokemon for the first time. And it's just me sitting in the dark and playing Pokemon <laughs> on a fucking Switch. Like, I feel like we still got to do it together. It's yeah. just, like, how we do it together is going to be where the challenge comes in. I don't... We're going to start it in December. After the Game After Awards. the Game Awards. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I feel like we could just start it in January, but yeah. December works. Yeah, and I think overall, that is the plan. Uh, do you have anything to add? Like any ideas? Anything you want to announce for it? Not really. Just have Among Us Sundays. Among Us Sundays. Is that whatever's popular? Fortnite Saturdays. Oh my god, no. We're not doing daily uploads. Fuck that. Fortnite Fridays. No, no. We can play Minecraft Mondays. Terraria Tuesdays. Uh, Jack in the Box. It's called Jackbox. Oh, Jackbox, right. Uh, Monopoly, the, the, the board game. A day. We can even do freaking chess. Uno. 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 Oh my god. A game that I brought, Clubhouse 51 Games. Yeah, I don't know how to capture on a Switch. It's on a Switch. I know people do it. It's probably like just, just like an actual like, like a capture card. Probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to do some digging, but yeah, that's the big announcement. Showmark Gaming, baby. I finally got Hunter to give it. Showmark <laughs> Gaming. All right. That has a nice ring to it, don't you think? Not really, but we're going to keep it at gaming. gaming. <laughs> and then it's just like us with our arms crossed cringingly. But it's like covering our faces. <laughs> gaming. And then we've got like the fucking LMG fucking Dorito Mountain Dew. <laughs> the Illuminati look. The blunt. We just... We just <laughs> we're out of fucking shit. Beer theme too out of touch. <laughs> yeah, out of touch. We play fucking Dragon Quest. <laughs> Just the first thing we ever do. Out of touch. We play the original Dragon Quest on an NES. We just dig one up from the grave and just play Dragon Quest. I'm not sure I like this uh, quest design. <laughs> it's from the fucking 80s. No Very dragony. <laughs> Very dragony. Yeah, I force you to play. Elder Scrolls Arena. <laughs> you want to die? I. My name is John Arena. <laughs> John. Yeah, we have like fake personas. I'm John Top Gun. <laughs> I just fucking wear the Top Gun outfit constantly. I just have the aviators on, even though it might be dark, and just have the aviators on. I'm John Top Gun. I'm John Top Gun, and I have achieved Top Gun. <laughs> I have achieved the Maverick status. <laughs> oh my god. And then we'll just like go through like like I don't we play new games two years later. <laughs> We're playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for the first time. It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah, April Fools. It's just us playing like 
it's just us playing the shittiest game we could find in existence. It's like it's like like Ride to Hell Retribution or something, or yeah, that's a final perfect game. Oh, which one? Have you ever heard of this little indie gem called Unlocked? I I want to play it, but I'm afraid it's gonna pop up on my Steam history. Oh my god! All right, what is it? Yes! Yes! Holy shit. Brilliant idea. Why did it have a shot of the earth? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's Kino. Oh my god, it finally came out. What the fuck? Does it have the extreme nudity like last time? I think so, yeah. Oh my god. I'll have to censor it. <laughs> yeah. Or just make it age restricted. I don't know. Oh my god, you're gonna spend 25 bucks on House it'll, Party? It'll be on sale. <laughs> I don't think it will. Yeah, the first time you, you, you check every day <laughs> to see it on sale for two bucks. Oh, that's, uh, that's something for sure. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Lag moment. Yeah, I played the Hidden Indie Gem, The Witcherino 3. The Witcherino 3. Yeah, I, I fucking, I, I, I'm stuck with the 50 to 100 hour games, and you're here playing like two hour arcade games. Well, we can play just like the first 10 minutes of games. And, and then I just we'll never play them again. <laughs> or we make them into series if they're popular. Or we or like. If, if we actually like them. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, there we go. That's, that's the future. We play Overwatch for the first time and want to die. We're not joking. <laughs> We're not joking. <laughs> but like. No, we, it that's the April Fool's joke. We load up Overwatch One. <laughs> There's nothing there, so we just we just end the recording. It's just like, oh, that was a pretty good game, you know. I like the loading screen. I I give it a seven out of ten. All right, goodbye. And then it's it's the fucking loading screen. There's nothing. Anywho, you get to uh, do the socials before oh, we leave. Fuck it. Letterbox, Chill Mart. Podcast. Just Chill Mart. Just Chill Mart. Okay, never mind. Just Chill Mart. Twitter is Chilly Marty uh, 69 and Instagram is at the real Chill Mart. The YouTube. Oh, YouTube is Chill Mart Podcast. Maybe we can change the name to just Chill Mart. Probably. And then you can listen to us only. Because <laughs> we, we, we refuse nope, to. No, we have up- a contract. Yeah, we, we refuse to upload to Google Podcasts, and we refuse to bring all of the old episodes to YouTube. Even pretty though much. I really think we should. Pretty It'd be pretty easy to. I refuse to try. Yeah, you refuse to. Yeah, I have to spam you every day, and you're just like, no. 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 I refuse. Stop. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that is all. I'm Riley, here with oh, Hunter. Joe Mark Gaming! Oh, I didn't. <laughs>